Welcome Long to another show. Radio. Okay. Welcome to another night of household stress. www.householdstress.com, the Married Men Don't Talk Talk Show. And uh, guys, there's a couple of us. Y'all want to get started right away or you just want to kick it for a little while? Go ahead and get started, man. We we know how to make it work. Go ahead. You want to get started? Yes, sir. All right, well, tonight's topic is, did I marry a situation? The only rules that we have tonight is no profanity, and this is not Bible study. Oh, yeah, and this is not Bible study. Okay, um, <laughs> enough said. Uh, also, I want to talk about the Marriage Communication Challenge, October 19th. If you have not gotten your tickets yet, go to www.householdstress.com, go to the page, click Buy Now. It's $25 a couple. Then after that, register. We'll send your your, your itinerary, and then we'll be up and running. Hold on one second. But anyway, um, the topic came from this 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 group, this uh, men's ministry that I go to Thursday nights when I can get there, called Brilliant Men. And um, Rodney's been, Darren's been, so y'all know how powerful it is. Uh, it's run from a very dear friend of mine, and uh, one of the brothers there that was not married asked that. Ask a question. The question was extremely profound, and it touched me because it kind of talked about my life prior to um, being married now. Uh, but he said, can you marry a situation? And he's presently dating somebody, and um, they have a child together. So that's the situation. So his, his issue was uh, trying to figure out, you know, what steps to take, you know, if she's the right one, yada, yada, you know, is he married for the right reasons, um, that kind of thing. So when he asked the question, it really spoke to me because my first marriage, I think my oldest child was eight, if I'm guessing correctly. Um, so I had two children, um, and it got to the point where I was getting a lot of pressure from everybody. You know, you got this family, y'all living together, well, let's just say shacking up, but you're not married. Um, why don't you make a legal woman out of her, honest woman out of her? You know how it is. Um, but it was a definite situation that I married. And, you know, I hung in there as long as I could. A lot of things happened, and I eventually got divorced. That's the, you know. Not saying that that's what happens, but that's kind of what happened to me. Um, but, again, I don't really know if it was something that was genuine or it was something that it was, well, let's just get it done because it appears to be better. You know, so um, the, the the first question that I want to throw out there tonight is, do you know if you married for love or a situation? Mm. Well, I know me, I married more for love uh, the second time. The first time I married for situation. Mm. Okay, kind of like mine? 
Yeah, the first time it was it was more situation, and it was a it was a series of factors driving me towards the situational marriage. Uh, and these are all common factors, and I think a lot of people fall to fall into. Uh, I had been with her forever. Um, okay. It only made sense for me to marry her. I had gone through the trouble and effort of socializing her with the family. Didn't really feel like trying to introduce anybody else to the family and, you know, getting them accepted. Um, also, me being in, had freshly joined in the military, I knew I could get a little more money for housing if I was married. And I didn't want to do the whole roommate thing again, so I knew I would be authorized to live off base and live in a house if I was married. And, you know, it was just, just, you know, just a lot of factors pushing us together to get married. Wow. You just said a mouthful, brother. You think, Roddy? Absolutely. I mean, the whole housing thing, that, that's kind of interesting that you get. Well, I guess you got to provide, you know, for the wife shelter and all that good stuff so they, they take care of you on that part but um that's kind of deep because i mean I, I think i you know i agree with you on the on the other front that you know um i, I married you know i'm married once so i mean I'm, I'm married for love you know definitely was no situation uh wasn't even any shacking up as uh the host said um so you know i definitely married for love i didn't have any uh situations or anything i was 21 was young, you know, didn't have any kids or anything. It was just, I mean, I guess it was the ideal situation. I don't know. I got you. I got you. And that's your story and you're sticking to it? That's yep. the final answer? So, uh, at, at this point, yeah, it'll probably change by the end of the night. But mm-hmm. Do you think a lot of people do it because it's the next step? It just It just feels right. It's 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 just the right thing to do. Absolutely, I do. Okay, I definitely do. I definitely think, uh, and you and me, girls, who say this all the time, you know, they have a grandmother who's pressuring them to go on and get married and have a baby, you know. So you know, because it's just that it's just their time in their lives now where they think, okay, you've done enough. Now you need to conquer that next frontier. So it's that timeline of how long you've been on this earth now uh, coinciding with what you've accomplished. Okay, now it's time for you to get married. Never mind the fact if you are ready to be married. It's just time for you to get married. And that's it. And that's it. So forget about how you feel. Forget about, you know what I mean, whatever whatever thoughts you were having about it, whatever reservations you were having, you need to just go ahead and get married. That's it. That's it. It's time. That's mm. it. Uh, you know, you you hear a lot, of, a lot of girls. A lot of girls will say that. You know. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not always about. I mean, because I mean, and the reason why this is such an interesting topic to me is because of the failure rate in marriage. And um, 
and we always try to figure out, you know, uh, hold on one second, got to do that somebody else. We always try to figure out what happens and why is it a a a fifty percent divorce rate? And I think a lot of it goes back to the you know the true meaning why we actually did it. And do you think it's something? You know, I'm gonna throw this question out there. Do you think that? When people marry for a situation versus a marriage, which is which has a better success rate, the situation or the love? I'm sorry, or the love part. I think I think more people. Can I say something? Of course, of course. Yeah, I think I think more people get get married because of a of a if if you got a if you got a I mean, I just called in. I don't know what y'all was talking about beforehand, but um, but if you already mentioned it, I'm sorry. But if if you get a girl pregnant, you know, back in the day we used to call that a a shotgun. Shotgun wedding. You know, yeah, if you get a girl pregnant, you know, you got to marry her. And and I'm not gonna say rightly so, but you know, usually the situation calls you or drive you. I know when when I was in the military. You know, um, dudes know that they got more money being married when they was on the ship because they get sing- they get separation pay from their family. They get COLA. That's the cost of living allowance for having their family. They get a, it's a lot of allowances that go along and perks to getting married. When you when you uh, when you buying a house, uh, two incomes is better than one. Um, the, your 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 uh, taxes, your tax rate is lower. You know, so it's a lot of perks in getting married, and sometimes people looking at that vice what they got to deal with after they get with the person that they really didn't thoroughly uh, thoroughly examine as far as being uh, the material for husband or wife. Good words. Good words. And you're the second person that said um had something to do with the military and getting more funds. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, so would y'all yeah. say that a lot of military marriages are situations? Oh, I won't say a lot, but like what percentage of military marriages are more situations than love? I, the, the 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 um the rate is very very high because I've seen people say, "Oh man, we getting married, and you know she do her thing, I'm gonna do my thing." And um, and we already know, you know, I'm gonna give her some of the money, and she can still work out with she, whatever she's doing, and and um, and I'm gonna get this money. And we ain't gonna, you know, we're not gonna uh, hate on each other if somebody decide to go outside of the marriage because it's not real. And wow. that's usually in the younger. Those are usually in the guys who's coming in E1, struggling out there. Um, you put a person in the military where the cost of living is off the chains. And then you know you tell them they gotta live off the ship, and and you know so they 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 put themselves they, now they're in a situation where they gotta make a decision to to survive, and some of them do it because of survival, and some of them do it because they don't want to stay on the ship, or some of them do it because they want to make extra money, and most of the time it's mostly the extra money that they want to make. Wow. So what I'm hearing is it's kind of like. Marriage is like a part-time job for some people. Mm. Man, I'm just saying, you know. But well, let, not, let me not say part-time job. We know it's a full-time job, but let me say it's part-time income. 
Yeah, because I mean, you have you you okay? I, I ain't gonna say do you remember being single, but when I was single, the IRS was taking all of my money, and I wasn't even making none as an E zero in the Navy. So I was yeah. like, well, yep. wait a minute, I ain't even, I, 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 I already don't have any money, and it's <laughs> a place where it's high cost of living, and then they taking half of that just because I'm single. Mm. So, so they wanted it, you to be married. Taking my time. Thinking about getting married, I was like, hey, little, hey, you know, we might as well. I mean, you like me, I like you. Let's get it in. Wow, wow. So, 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 so does that play right into a woman's plan? Because you know, we talk does. a lot of times. Go ahead, go ahead. I say, yeah, it does. I said because women are trained more to have the wedding, um, or wedding monsters, bridezillas. You know, this is my day. To hell with the marriage. The marriage don't mean nothing. The wedding is, you know, that's 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 where that's what they care about. You know, so if you have so if you have a young lady who's been always raised that this wedding is your day, this is your time to really shine and you have women that are saving for their weddings now, they don't have man the first. You know, I was talking to a coworker today about this very same scenario. Um, and then you have things like the military. You get, you pay cheaper taxes when you're married. You know, all of these things factor in, and that's how you end up married to a situation. Hmm. Hmm. Anybody else? So, can it be? Can it be trendy? And the reason why I ask that question is because when I worked at this car dealership many years ago, I, you know, we had, um, it was a bunch of us, and we all went out and bought cars at the same time. We bought houses at the same time. And some of us that weren't married, we, we got married within the same time frame. Um, and it seemed like we all were doing what each other was doing, you know, um, can marriage be trendy? Like, okay, I'm married to this situation because my girlfriend got married and my oh, cousin's absolutely. married. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. My co-workers are married. So now it's time for me to get married. And it don't really matter who it is. It's just, okay, oh, now I got this. Yeah, go ahead. That that happens all the time. That happens all the time, especially with women. Uh, you know, women definitely. It, it happened with dudes sometime too. Especially if you had a homeboy, you know, that wasn't really right in the head and everything, and everybody thought he wasn't going to be worth nothing. And the next day, you know, he get married this weekend to a lawyer, you know, and she going <laughs> to take care of him. He ain't never got to work a day in his life. And, you know, you still in the club chasing whatever, you know, you go on and wed up the next thing, you run across. Yeah, and then it's also, you know, a lot of times your boys, they'll be, like, telling you how awesome it is, and and then you see what they got. And, and, and again, I, I I have to keep going back to the to the military because, you know, you, you also, you're always looking at other people and what they got and why you don't have. And, and, and then you're mm-hmm. like, well, you're, the, you're the same rank I am, and you have this, and, and, and I don't have that. I don't understand you know, we the same rank. Are you dealing drugs? You got a second job? What are you doing? He said, man, I got married. And, oh, okay, this is an easy option. 
You know what I mean? Easy out. Let me just shack up with some chick that I, you know, just 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 want to be with real quick. And then and then he talk. You know, they talk about how the tax benefits and how you can get more cola and and all oh, that's good. That's crazy that you say that. And the only reason why is because outside of the military, it seems like guys duck and dodge marriage. I mean, there's nothing you can say sweet it is. <laughs> but I guess outside of the military, you're not getting a check for it other than a tax credit. Right. It's, it's a, it makes a $1,000 difference when you get married by a person that's not married in the military. $1,000 is someone making, what would you say, Darren, probably about... $8,000 each. Yeah, somebody who's making 600 after after taxes per paycheck every two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you got $600, and you got a car note, insurance, and, you know, you don't want to live on the boat because you don't want to, you know, sleep where you eat and, and, and play and all that other stuff. So you're like, man, you can get off the boat, with, and now you get the next $1,000 a paycheck? Man, I'm out of here. Find her. Where's she at? You know. You forgot that you got rims on that car. That's how most of you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're nice, you got to be like everybody else. Exactly. Oh yeah, you got to be like rappers. Yeah. Some of these yeah, military. These E1 and E3s have some of the tightest whips you ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're not paying, you know, if you're not paying for any any a roof over your head or the bare necessities, you can do that. Yeah, but you know why. I mean, if you win, you know they hurt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, they yeah. robbing Peter Paul. I mean, you know it. Yeah. Got it. Now, now, I don't want to, you know, really get into to too much of the whole pressure piece. But I think that it plays an important role in a relationship when you've been dating someone for a long time and you marry them because you feel as though you owe it to them. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? It's like, man, I've been dating this woman. And, and forget about kids. Just, I mean, you just say you didn't even have kids. You know, and you, you enjoy single life, but you, you know, you still got this, this one woman that you've been dating forever. And she's hitting around, hitting around. You're like, yeah, we'll get to it. I mean, I heard people been engaged for five years. I think somebody on the show was engaged for ten years, just milking a cow. You know, but I mean, how does the pressure of all that play into it? I went to um, my um, when I, I I decided when I after after boot camp, I decided not to marry the girl that I was going with. You know. Because you know, I, I, it was some issues that came up that I that I saw some inconsistencies in before I, you know, while I was in boot camp, and everybody was like, "Man, you shouldn't do it. You shouldn't do it. You shouldn't do it." I was like, "Well, you know, now let me go over here and break up with her." So I went over there, and I I was going over there to break up with her, but every picture that we ever took was in her room, you know, in her grandmother's house where she stayed at. She was going to college. She showed me the bank account that she was stacking, you know, money for, you know, our future. And it it kind of made me like, dang, I come over here to break up with her, and she got pictures that I don't even remember giving her. And, you know, it was just so sentimental. I was like, dang, if I'm going to do it, you know, and get that tax credit, I might as well go ahead and knock this one off. 
you know, get this girl because, you know, she going to, at least I think she get a ride or die. But my, just because I saw something, my mind up. And I was young and, and dumb and green and wet behind ears with all the all those other anonyms we used. But I was in it for the long haul, but I think it kind of got me when, you know, somebody paying your bills and, and keeping your money tight for you and got all your pictures and turning down dudes left and right for you and all that other stuff, you know? Yeah. So what happened to her? Oh, you know? wife. Like, this is my kid's mom. <laughs> Oh, okay. You know, she's 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 long and gone. You know, we um we, we broke up because you know she eventually cheated on me while I was in the military, and 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 that was another. I married two or four too because her dad was in the military, and she was always gone. And I thought that she would be able to handle the life of me being gone all the time, and that's that's stressful on anybody. I can't I can't just put that on her, but that's stressful on anybody. Your your husband or your wife gone six months out of the year. I mean, you you don't have much of a marriage. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, I mean that's pressure all by itself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you're saying that did you? Would you say that you avoided marrying a situation in that instance, or no? Well, I, I ran into a situation that I wasn't prepared to run into. I thought that it was just going to be, you know what? Um, I had I had my speech down packed. I did a Rodney. I'm gonna call it a Rodney. I I I, I use you in a lot of my scenarios now, Rodney. Yeah. <laughs> Run me my money. Good, Run you me know my I. Money. I, I <laughs> no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I, I got a speech written down. I look in the mirror and you know clear my throat and do all these things and and I had it all down packed, you know. And then uh, when I got there and I kind of choked up after she. Showed me all she was, you know, she had for me, you know, and how she was ready to roll. And, and you know, I, I was telling about 20 girls I was lying to them. I told about 20 of them I was going to marry them, but, you know, I was just trying to do that to get the booty. Mm-hmm. You know, but this particular serious one, she was just like, you know, she 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 just showed me all that stuff, and I kind of walked into a condition. And then when the other 19 girls called me, I, I, just, I mean, I'm not giving a 19, it, it, whatever number it was, when they called, sure. uh, I had eloped. You know, that was a, that was another thing, too. I eloped down to the courthouse. Um, I thought I had eloped. They called, and they was calling my phone, and, and then my mom would jump on the phone. You tell these girls you married now, you know. Tell them not, not to call you and all this. So I'm like, look, wait a minute. And she was telling me that in front of my new wife. And and my new wife, unbeknownst to her, she was like, I thought you didn't have nobody else. And now we married, now you want to have this discussion? But, you know, but I kind of walked into I think I walked into a situation that, you know, I kind of rushed it and, and I tried to make a mess of it. And we stayed married for 10 years until she cheated. I think we would have still been together today if she hadn't cheated. Because I don't, I don't believe in giving up. You know, you, you, you sit in some you crap and you sit in your own doodle, you know what I mean? Yeah, I sat in mine for nine years. Yeah. That's a long well, time to be in a situation. Well, at the time, you couldn't have told me it was a situation because I believe a one man should love a woman like Christ loved the church. Well, I didn't know Christ then. <clears throat> like, so that yeah. was, you know, I was in it. Forever. No, what if you don't know Christ? What do you measure that, that against? Do you measure that? Do you measure that against circumstance? Or do you measure that against, you know, money? 
or what do you measure that against when you don't know Christ? Because 19-year-old is, is young, dumb, and full of whatever, you know you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. we call we out for, we're not out for Christ at that point. We we don't even know him. We're like, man, I'm just trying to get wet, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I, that was that was contrary to me because I was raised to believe that you marry only one time, you never get a divorce, and so a man should be faithful to a woman. And you know, you, what if you're not? Because this this attributes to that fifty percent uh, divorce rate. What if you're not what? You you get married and you don't know Christ, you don't know any rules, you just know you like boning this chick. And you know, you're like, well, I can do that for another couple of years, and you don't have no, 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 no religious sentimental attached to it. You don't have no religious reason behind being with this woman outside of, you know, y'all should get married, or y'all had a kid, or, you know, um, or, or you know, she, you can get some benefits from some monetary benefits from being with this woman. So, well, okay, let's just get married, and you don't have, you're not attached to any religious value. You don't, you know, you know, you don't have any values. You just, you just married, well, and then after. Fine my, my situation was a little different because I had the, you know, uh, the the religious aspect of it, but also I had the situational aspect of it, which I shared with him on the call earlier. Mm-hmm. So I knew biblically how to be a husband, even though I was getting married not for love, but for but extra money. Faith, yeah. And yeah, you said that earlier. And but I mean, is it safe to say that some situations can't be resolved, and the marriage needs to be dissolved? Wow, I rhymed. Man, that was hot. I said <laughs> it again. Is it safe to say that some situations cannot be resolved, and that the marriage needs to just be re- dissolved? Yeah, I, absolutely. I believe, yeah. Yes, yeah. you said. Yeah. You said dissolved. <clears throat> Yes, dissolved, yeah. Can't be resolved, okay, must be dissolved. Yeah, yes, that's the yes, yes. uh, have Before certain situations, I, I wouldn't have agreed to that because I would think, I would want to believe that I would probably gave that textbook book answer. But here recently mm-hmm. I've been seeing situations where um, a person's upbringing um, requires them to think differently in the marriage and their mind, their, their mind is not cultivated to be a wife, or their mind is not cultivated to be a husband. You know, uh, I got a family member that, you know, that um, that his his wife was her her mom and dad died when she was young, and her brother raised her. So a man being raised teaching a woman how to be a woman, and now she's a woman, and now she's drinking beer with the fellas, and she ain't cooking or cleaning. And she want her own money, and she kind of pimping you. That's not a good situation. You can't tame a woman. Well, you you can, but if she's not willing to change, it's time to roll. And she's messy, and she's talking about I'm I'm calling your boy's wife. If you leave me, I'm calling your boy's wife, and break break their marriage up. When you start doing stuff like that, and you're just a vindictive person. Yeah, I, I, just... matter of fact, my brother. It was well, my brother. I already said it. He he getting put out of the navy because of his wife. He probably be getting put out of the navy because of his wife. Cause she called wow. his, he called his wife. She called his captain's wife to tell oh, that's my a brother. Rap. You know, yeah, that's a wrap. So that's that situation. Rap. I said, oh no, you ain't you ain't backing me up, Sean. Mm. Mm. Wow. 
Hey, hey, um, I got a question for Ike. Yeah. The reason I'm asking this question is because it came up some some time ago on this call where a good friend of mine was going through it um, because he got divorced, and I think he was raised the way that you were. Um, yeah. But the divorce, it, it had to go down. You know what I'm saying? Uh, one of those things that was unavoidable, but his conscience was killing him. Because yeah. he, he he thought that he 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 didn't hold up his end of the bargain, even though absolute like a failure, he absolutely had a failure. You know what I mean? So, well, so I, I know exactly where he at. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, and and I don't because I didn't grow up like that. To me, you know, okay, it ain't working out. Look, it just ain't working out. I got to roll. You know what I mean? Um, the only guilt I felt was to the kids, but I didn't. You know, I was like, well, you know, y'all go with me. You know what I mean? But to to be raised in a situation where divorce is not an option. And Neither one of your parents get divorced. divorced. No. Uh-uh. What, what, let me ask you a question. Why do people say that divorce is not an option, when it, even if they're religious? It says it in the Bible. Even God got a divorce. So why yeah. is, do people say that, that divorce is not an option when it obviously is? But just like everything else in the Bible, it's up to interpretation. Well, okay. It's, okay. Well, why 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 would you say it's interpreted that that divorce is not an option in the Bible when it plainly says that? And I ain't trying to go on no Bible discussion or nothing, but I'm just trying. No, to no. I know. I know the book plainly says it, but still, divorce is frowned upon uh, by religious people. It's frowned okay. upon. It was always like having herpes. Especially when I was growing up, Perfect. it was something you didn't even talk about. They hid yeah. it. Matter of fact, what my dad's best friend he got a divorce and they hid it. They would lie to us to say they were still in the, living in the house together. Oh, so that's, that's wow. tradition. So tradition, not traditional. Religion. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. so this is tradition yeah. set forth with the foundation with a religious principle. Sure, right. okay. sure. It's frowned upon like anal sex. Right. So, so what's your question? You talk about Who? your friend. Hmm? Yeah. What's your question about that, friend? Well, no, no, no. I mean, the, what I was getting at is when you grow up in that type of environment and then you get divorced, you see what I'm saying? How difficult is it? Because for me, it back. was difficult, but well, just, just, just dealing with it. Just like you said, some people hit it. You know, you know what I'm saying, and you, whatever, man. It's just, it's not like okay, well, you know, I'm gonna have my coming out party. I'm gonna have my divorce party. You know, like some people. Say. Uh, no, it was no divorce parties for me. Um, the way you come back from it is uh, through prayer and reconstruction. Gotcha. Gotcha. You have to literally reconstruct yourself because you find that the person you are after the divorce takes place. You are a person that has been molded and fashioned to be with this other person. And now this other person isn't there anymore. So now you have to take this building that's been built, destroy it, destroy it, get on your knees, pray, have have your talks with the Lord while you're building yourself back up and getting to know yourself. And once you understand yourself, and get yourself back together, 
then you can go out there and be a good husband for someone else. How long did it take you to get married? A lot of people mess up is they get out there too early. How long did it take you to get back out there, Ike, uh, after your uh, first marriage? It, uh, it took me took me about a year. Get married again? Or it took, it, no, it took me a year to consider it. Oh, okay. And how long after you that year did you decide to get married? It took me another year after knowing, after meeting my wife and being her boyfriend before we got married. So you got married two years after you got divorced? Two years, yeah. Okay, yeah. Because that that happened to me, too. That that was mine, too. Two years after I got the first divorce. Yeah, because my my actual wife now had a discussion with my ex-wife and told her thank you because of the things you just said. You were molded. To a certain kind of that 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 first time around, it builds and molds you, and you know all the rules. And and after nine years of learning how to be a husband, then it's and then it's over. Now you still this blessed person that gained all this knowledge of do's and don'ts in the marriage, and then now this new woman, you know, you open the door for this new woman, and she's like, "What? I mean, dudes don't do that no more." And she had to walk up to my ex-wife and thank her. And they almost got to fighting that day. I'm trying to get I mean, me. she was being sincere. Mark, I'm just telling you that I'm appreciate you. But was doing she being sarcastic? She, she she said she wasn't being sarcastic, but she's like, you know, she was just telling her because she's like, girl, you can have them. And and my wife was like, okay, thank you, you know, because you don't. I mean, I don't know what you think you're gonna find out here, but it ain't gonna be what you got. But I appreciate. Oh, you. I see what you're saying. I thought I thought that your your new wife just went up out of the blue and, and then went up to the ex-wife and like, thank you for all the situations you put him through. He's a good man now. <laughs> so it was in response to her saying, "Girl, you can have him." Right. It was a response to say, yeah. you know, like you know, I just want to see who hanging out with my kids so I can get comfortable with them, you know, because I don't want the man. But I don't. I want him to be a father, continuously be a father, because he's a good father. I just don't want him as a husband. And her response to that was, you know, okay, thank you. I'll take him because, you know, whatever you think you're going to find out here, it ain't out here. Mm. She said, what are you trying to, you know, you know, then it started up. She's like, no, I don't mean I'm not being sarcastic. I'm not tripping. I'm just letting you know that whatever you think you finna go out here and find that ain't in your husband. It's not out there. Wow, that's heavy. Yeah. That's heavy. She's right? like, she better. She said, I, I, I guarantee you I'll find it. She's like, okay. Mm, that was just a fence right there. That was just a, you know what I mean? That was like a recovery from them jabs. That's all that right. was. <laughs> but, T-Hawk, I do want to touch on something. There are women out there. And I do have to, because we've been talking, beating up the dudes here, but there are women out there that get married just because someone in the office got married or because their friend got married. Someone got married that they know, so they, they feel like now it's time for them to get married, even though they know they have not one good standing candidate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They decide they want to get married. Now, let me tell you something. The man can love all he wants. The man can love her all he wants, but he's still marrying the situation. Yeah, and and if I if I may, Mister Host, may I drop a monkey wrench on what the brother just said? 
Uh-huh. Do you and think Monkey Wrench is brought to you by the Marriage Communication Challenge? October 19th, get your tickets now. Um, I want to know, did, did your father marry a situation? And maybe that situation was your mama, or maybe it wasn't. Maybe not. Mm. But did anybody's father marry a situation? I'm thinking about you. You can recall. I mean, again, like I may not be your biological mom. Maybe it was your stepmom. You know, maybe it was some chick he was smashing. I mean, I, I mean, I'm just. Did your father marry a situation? I, I think so. I, and like, like I said, I, I think every man marries end up marrying a situation. You know, um, I think every hmm. man ends up marrying a situation. We don't want to call it that because it makes it seem so. Uh, <laughs> Betwixt or bamboozled, but I think every man ends up marrying a situation because of you know all these cliches. Make her an honest woman. Uh, you know you need mm-hmm. to stop giving up the getting the cow, getting the milk if you ain't gonna buy the cow. And you know, especially after it lasts for like four, four or five years, you know I think he he kind of forced like if you're gonna be with her, be with her. If you're not, leave her alone. You know. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, I mean. I'm I'm thinking about back about my father and um he didn't it's kinda weird. I don't know if he did or not. Because he got my biological mother pregnant and then married another one. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm wow. saying? I would have been I would have been in that situation. But he went a whole different direction. You know what I'm saying? So, so I don't. You know, I think he, I think he did the total opposite. He married to avoid a situation. Mm. Wow, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> that is cool. I mean, it might be. Know. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, he raised me. So, I mean, you know, avoid a situation right. of marrying. Avoid marrying a situation. Because that would have been right. like I'm just gonna marry you because you know now you got my son. Versus, now I don't want to marry you. Yeah, we we had sex, but you know, I want to marry this one over here. Yeah, because I mean, you think so, about in our in in our father's times. I mean, like like Darren said, I mean that was the norm. You get her pregnant, you marry her. I mean, yeah, I mean that's the it is what it is, and uh, that didn't happen a hundred percent of the time, but that was more often the case than not. You know, especially in yeah. that generation. Yeah, that was expected, and I remember when I said that to my brother when he told me he got a young lady pregnant. I said, "Okay, so when's the wedding?" And you would have thought, my and my mother included, you would have thought they were gonna run me out the house with torches and pitchforks. <laughs> and you know, I'm feeling from the old school. I'm like, "Okay, she's pregnant, so we'll get married." Because ain't that what happens next? Her <laughs> I mean, she was good enough to sleep with. Yeah, so my thing was she. I mean, is she uh, good she's enough good enough to make to, your wife. She's <laughs> gonna be part of this family from now on. So what's the problem? And, that, and that's pressure, man. That you can't tell. I mean, if enough people tell a man that, and it, and he started making him feel bad and feel like a dog, and then he start having, they don't get her pregnant. You know, you get her pregnant. Oh, that that you you really gonna have some problems from her family, from some people that used to play cards with you, and now they don't want to, or. <laughs> You know, some people in her family, like her mom, that think you the apple of her eye, 
and then you get her pregnant, and then she gonna she gonna be the first one to say, now why you why you're not marrying my daughter, and 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 it that it's just some it's crushing, to some point you know and kind of pressure on the man to just. You know, I'm tired of everybody just tripping. Let me go ahead. We already live together. We got a house together. We got bills together. We got a kid together now. Let me just go ahead and make her shut up and go ahead and do it. And then, you know, then they end up doing it just because of, out of those spiteful reasons, you know, because he don't want to be harassed anymore. Hmm. Wow. Why are we on this topic of... Uh... You know, kind of the shotgun wedding, marrying a girl, to, uh, you know, because she's got pregnant. I've got a question for the group. Um, do you do you think the sex communicates to women that they are marriage or wifey material? I think sex contribute to trying to get the dude to say yes to her, to ask her to mm. marry. Because okay, and the reason I'm asking is because the statement that was just made was she was good enough to sleep with. So isn't she good enough to be your wife? And my question is, is the opposite true? That women communicate, I was good enough for him to sleep with me. I should be good enough to be his wife. Mm. Well, that's, mm. that's everybody else pumping that in your head, you know, or pumping that in her ear. And then you, you finally say, you know, okay. But as far as the man is concerned, he's like, look, I thought we had our thing going. I didn't think it was no pressure, you know. Why we got to get married? We having such a good time now. And you know how dudes be yeah. talking. You know, I, we don't need to get married to keep having a good time. Ain't nothing wrong with our relationship right now. I don't care what nobody say. But right. eventually, that don't that that, that wears in real quick. <clears throat> and 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 I always thought that if a woman wanted the ring, she would hold out on the cookies. That's what it's supposed to be. I, I think times have changed on that piece. Oh yeah, yeah. Not today. Not today. They they putting out on the first first week. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> you my own. There is, now there, now sex is there is no five date rule anymore. <laughs> yeah, the sex you get the sex or you get the name. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, 'cause they oh shit. Yeah, 'cause they already want you to know that it's the bomb. Like I said, it's an audition now. Before it was no, no I'm hold this. I'm a hold this till I get this ring. No, the sex is gonna change you. <laughs> oh no doubt, no doubt. They know it's gonna change you. Yeah, that stuff <clears throat> make you. Like I told my son, that you know what when when you have sex with a woman, I I don't think it's more of an of a woman uh, really thinking about what's going on because she know what she's doing, but when she put it on a man. And, and and she really get to his mind because it's a, it's a it's a mind thing for for a man. I mean, you get to his mind the quickest way from his his penis. You get to his heart from his from her cooking. So well, that's the that's the that's my thought. But if if a woman gets a man's mind, then he's gonna get do two things. The first time a man get a, get with a woman, he's gonna be you know head over heels because he's gonna want to do everything she says so he can keep continue to get it. And if she if she stopped doing that after giving him a taste of it, then now he's like, well, dang, you know what's gonna let me get that back? And 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 it's gonna it's gonna have to be marriage. And if she put that if she put that on him, he's gonna do it because. 
uh, go back to thinking, what made us marry our wives? It, it, I don't think it was the communication. I think that she talked too much. But it, <laughs> if, if you think about it, it was, I mean, I ain't going to speak for everybody. I'm going to say she curled my toes. Yes. Okay. When when she curled my toes, and 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 I and I couldn't I could I couldn't breathe, and I thought I almost have a heart attack. I was like, we getting married. <laughs> now I don't know what's in y'all's mind, especially if you're a Christian. It, I, I don't know what that turning point was, but I doubt if I doubt if it was communication. Yeah, it was for me. So, it was the way she quoted scripture. After the first wife did all that scripture quoting to you. No, yeah, the second wife. It was the way she quoted scripture and uh, the way she communicated. It had nothing to do with sex. No, it's thing. It's no such thing as bad sex. Wow. Matter of fact, I didn't even get the cookie until we were married. I can't even hold a straight face. I can't believe y'all was believing. Can't get the words right. <laughs> <laughs> he got it right. He got it right. 
Go ahead, Darren. Don't right. mind. I, yeah, go ahead, Darren. Go ahead, bro. I just wanted to know, is it is it a such thing as bad booty? Yeah. Yes. No doubt. Absolutely. Okay. And you and you'll find them at a at a at a nightclub near you with no wedding ring. And yeah. final No no no. Well, what if At final call. That's when you know you failed. When you hear final last call, you failed. Okay, what what does yeah, talk, I, hold on, hold on, wait, I, I disagree with the well, I think the nightclub joke was funny. But I mean brothers, can we be honest? What I'm talking about, brother. Go ahead. You tell one we on the same thing. Booty can get stale in a marriage, man. Yes. Yes, yes. But I mean, it, that it, time, it, it, it can get stale, man. What was that statement? That's like well, that's like buying a used car, right? With thick motor oil. So when you're driving it, the engine purrs. And then you go get that oil change and put the right oil in it, and you hear all that rump, rump, rump. By that time, you done already started paying a couple car notes. You done. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wow, this guy. Hey, well, hold on, hold on. <laughs> hey, we going, we going off too, too far left. I'm, I'm hold saying. On, is stale or something? Uh, no, yeah. that, that's not where I'm going. That's not where I'm going. I, I wasn't going there. I was trying to say if. Before you get married to your to your woman, is what if if her if the sex wasn't good, but everything else is, is that a could that have an effect on a deciding factor for her to be your woman? If you know if yeah you not huh yes not going to marry you. Okay, so that goes back to my original statement. If the booty didn't have nothing to do with it, and everything quoting scripture does, then how, wait a minute, how, you know I was right. Oh, okay, huh? all right. Yeah, I was joking. <laughs> Let that go. Look here. Okay. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was joking. The wife sales. But you got you got a lot of people in church that say, you know, I'm not getting married until I have sex, and I'm not I'm not disagreeing with God that you shouldn't have sex before you get married, but you know. And I heard the brother say, you know, if, if 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 you love a person and you decide to marry her, then you ain't gonna know if it's bad or good because you're 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 wrapped around love, you're in love, and you ain't gonna recognize if it's if it's bad or not. And I'm like, what? Yeah, you can, especially if there's something physically wrong. Yeah, it's a wrap. Mm. You 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 know if she's not the private dancer. I mean, that's just. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You, you know yeah. that. I mean, you you can try to deny that and spiritualize it all you want. I mean, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. Now, was there a question about after marriage the booty getting stale? Yeah. Now let's move on yeah. to that one. I I don't think I I think that 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 that's a problem because when you when you getting into a marriage and you start fussing all the time or you know competing all the time or arguing all the time. It's not the booty. It's just the 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 attraction is not there no more. So you don't even want to be holding her. You lose interest. It's not stale. It's just the the loss of interest in the person. It make you well, not want the booty no matter how good it is. I, I well, think let, let me add this though. You know, this is Joe Neckbone. I talked to you guys, I think, a couple of weeks ago. How you doing, fellas? Welcome. Neckbone. What's happening, what up, bro? Neckbone, what up, brother? We were wondering yeah. what happened to you, man. Nah, I mean, you know, Neckbone, Neckbone is here in Neckbone Labs cooking up some good stuff. But anyway, um, you know, I told y'all I got married older. So 
you know, I got married at 40, and and uh, and my wife at that time, my ex now, she was 30, 38. And so I don't care if you marry Heather Hunter and or Pinkman. At some point, you know, all of that changes. I mean, you know, time really does take its toll on a woman, you know, more so than men. I mean, even though we have our problems and stuff, but it, it really hits a lot of women really hard. And so yeah. that fire booty when you're in your 20s and 30s, you know, turns to, you know, lukewarm booty when you're in your 40s. And you have to have other cards in your deck, you know. And so what does that mean, I had though, always bro? said, what I said is, uh, you know, I had told uh, somebody when I was in my 20s, a woman in lingerie turned me on. And when I hit my 40s, a woman cutting coupons turns me on. You know, you save the <laughs> money, baby? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you know. You know, that's foreplay, man. So, you know, you gotta, yeah, you got to look at the long game, you know, the long game. I mean, you you want somebody to retire with and grow old with, and booty is not going to get you there. Hey, Neckbone, yeah, I, I actually saw something on, I think somebody posted on Facebook, and they say women today, all of they, all they offer is, is the sexy. You know, yeah, a lot they can't cook, they ain't goal-oriented, you know, they just think that they can just get by, you know, with just being sexy. You know, they ain't got to bring nothing else to the table. Do you agree mm-hmm. with that or disagree with that? I, I think that uh, that's, that's it's like if you play spades, that's their big ace. But that big ace is counted by the fact that there are a whole lot of big aces out there. So, you know, mm-hmm. it, 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 or a big joke, I should say, I'm sorry. But, uh, right, but, you know, big it's joke. Yeah, yeah, there's a whole lot of big jokers out there in many different decks. So if that's the only card that they got to play, I feel for them, because they ain't the only fish in the, in the ocean. Believe that. Wow. Yo, I'm going to tell you like yeah, this. this one, I think that's one of the greatest cons going, man, that, you know, it's just, you know, bodies banging, hairs done, nanny petty is together, and uh, ain't no other contribution coming in. Well, you know, it's like this, though. I, I tell folks, if y'all don't know, if y'all hadn't hit your 50s yet, if you're a man that has his act together and you hit your 50s and you're single, you are king of the world, for real. Everything king of the world? Thank you. Wow. And I say that only from a physical aspect because you have a lot of choices out there. Now, the choices, that, what you have to pick from is a lot of damaged goods. But you have your choice of damaged goods, you know. But uh, but yeah, you know, I'm not, yeah, I'm not advocating. For that. Yeah, I'm not advocating for that because at the end of the day, I really enjoyed being married. I just didn't enjoy who I was married to. Oh, I got you. Hey, you like being the pickup man, you know? Because because I mean, I think I think it's a lot of good pickings in in damaged goods, you know, because now. Uh, you know, I don't know what y'all think, but uh, damaged goods could sometimes sometimes be, you know, the best women because they they know what it takes to keep a man, they know what it takes to love them, and you know, you talking about bath water fixing, you know, let's take a woman that's been uh, abused, you know, by different men, you know, sexually, physically, and emotionally, or either mm-hmm. one of the three, and and then you come along. And she's damaged like that, you know. For example, I when, when I, I I think I told y'all when I first met my wife, I went and put my hand up to make her to take her hair out of her eye, and she jumped out of her skin. Yeah. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? You know. So I'm not saying uh, I'm like at first I was like I, I mean you know I don't I don't know what happened to her, and she ain't dated in a couple of years or whatever. And the last person she dated hurt her real bad, and you know she finally told me all that stuff, but you know. 
she knows what not to say. Even though she know I'm not going to hurt her or hit her, she knows what what buttons to stay away from. Mm. Even if it's a source mm. of it, she knows to stay away from certain things, certain conversation, because she avoid argument. And I'm like, look, if you got something to say, you can say it. Just know I'm not going to hurt you like that, you know. But right, right. I don't, so I don't know that, if I'm gonna call that damage goods or not. But she, she is a wonderful woman. I mean, she got her problems, but you know, compared to the average woman, this is not, this is nothing. Mm. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, and I think, I'm sorry. Good. No, 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 no. You good? Yeah, I was just gonna ask. You know, um, um, it all depends on on what you consider being damaged. That may have just been something that she had went through once or twice. You know, in her past uh-huh. relationship, not something that continues. I think the damage piece is when it's been a long history of yeah. of failed relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, on both sides, you got women that can't pick the right guy to save their lives, and right. they don't know the right, right guy when it's right in front of them. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then you hook up with them because that's all that's left. That's your options is the damaged goods. And now you got, you know, it's all good in the beginning. She's on her best behavior, but sometimes it's hard for them to keep that keep that stuff a secret. Right. You know, there's a lot of women that invested a lot of years in Pookie and Ray Ray, man, I'm telling you. You know, in my <laughs> age especially, you know, I mean, I meet a lot of women that put 20 years in the Pookie and Ray Ray. I mean, you know, it's like, yo, you put a three-legged horse in the race, you didn't realize early on that this, this horse wasn't going to win? You know, seriously. And they'll dump years into these dudes. I mean, years. And then decide they had enough 20 years later. And, man, let me tell you, that's some serious damaged goods. That kind of damage is almost impossible to to, to come out of. You know, it takes a lot of therapy and a lot of loving. And to be honest, you know, I'm I'm just I'm not that guy. I wish I was, but I'm not. But but neck bone. Yeah. You said the slim pickings. I mean, the, you had a you got a lot in the pot. You know, when you 50 and single and you're dealing with a lot of damaged goods, are you just throwing them at that point, or are you trying to find somebody to, to spend the rest of your life with? Because you don't want to. To what I'm hearing, you don't want to stay with somebody who's been damaged all that bad with Pookie mm-hmm. and Ray Ray's. They got a lot of issues that come with that. Right. Are you just well, saying, okay, let me just hit and run, or are you saying I'm trying to wife them? Nah, I'm not even trying to hit and run, man. I did all that. I lived a really yeah. good life, you know? And so after a while, you know, you know, punani is punani is punani. I don't care if it speaks English or not. I don't care, you know, if it's short, tall, big, little, whatever. Punani, punani, punani. Now, you know, I'm looking for somebody that has an engaging conversation, have done some interesting things with their life. What can we talk about? Can you make me laugh? Can you make me smile? You know, Punani takes care of itself, man. Trust me. When you meet Punani, it's all right. Y'all know what to do. But, you know, conversation, good conversation, hard to come by. You know, I always mm. ask the woman, what's the last book you read? And if I get, uh, she ain't the woman for me. That's right. That's right. Good word, and I think, I think a lot of times we make the mistake in marrying for chemistry other than character. Mm-hmm. Because we're looking at somebody that's compatible, somebody that can hang out and let you watch football games, let you wake up, to wake them up at four o'clock in the morning and hit it. You know what I mean? Just all those nice things that you know that 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 build chemistry. But at the end of the day, what kind of character? Long-term character. And I think the brother Nick Bone was talking about that long-term character. 
You know what I'm saying? That after the sex fades away, you still want to hug them and hold them. And sex ain't that right. important. Right. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, you know, there, it, it has its moments. It ebbs and flows, I should say, you know? Yeah, yeah. There is a question for a chatter, from a chatter, and let me fill this out here. How is it possible that you like being married, but you don't, but you didn't like who you were married to? Oh, boy. What that did, must be oh, what, what, ahead, what did you like about being married? I like well, being a husband. Right, yeah, somebody else. I, mean, I don't want to hog this shit. Yeah, I mean, I, I took the words right out of my mouth. It was important for me to be a husband yes, because I felt like, you know, I was at that age, I was old enough, and I'm a husband now, so where I'm supposed to be in life. Okay. This question was, um, how do you turn into somebody who you, how do you marry somebody you don't want to be married to? What, what was the question again to y'all? Yeah, reread oh, that question again. How is it possible that you like being married, but you didn't like who you were married? What did you like about being married? Okay, so here's a two-part question. Yeah, but it, it, um, yeah. all right. But are you talking? Uh, it sounds like the question is saying past tense, though. Like you're not married anymore. Are you? Yeah, married? I'm not married. Mm-hmm. It sounds like the question yeah, is asking know. you, you know, how do you marry the wrong person? And stay in there, and then you contradict and turn around and saying, "But you like being married, but you married the wrong person." And I think exactly, that part, exactly, exactly. So you like question, the idea of marriage, right? I guess, no, the idea yeah. of marriage is, yeah, is good, the first but then once the you get marriage. married and do the whole Cinderella wedding, and then what you come up with after you open the, the gift wrapping box. It's like she she ain't laid all her cards on the table, and now all of a sudden you got something that you didn't plan on having. Well, even in my case, even in my case, she laid all the cards on the table. I just ignored them because I wanted to be married. Well, I put in the sports analogy because I'm sure most of you guys know sports. There are there are people who in college are beasts just total beast in college, you know. You throw up all the stats, you know, everybody's talking about them, all the buzz is going on. But then when they get in the pros, they crunch. Don't do nothing. You know, you start in game and they fold. Well, marriage is like that too. There are some great girlfriends, great girlfriends that don't make good wives. And a lot of it is just, you know, things get ramped up a hundred times when you're married. And a lot of people can't handle that pressure. They just can't. They can't deliver. Yeah, I got a post on Twitter that said that, you know, being married gave you purpose and a mission, and the person became secondary. Mm-hmm. I can identify. I could agree with that 100%. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Because I should have been divorced right. five years of my marriage, and I hung around for an extra four. Mm. I think some people just like like the idea of marriage, and don't uh, uh, the idea of being married, but don't um, understand marriage. Although they want to be married, they don't understand what marriage is. But how can you? Mm-hmm. How can you unless you're in it? That's true, and I think a lot of times it's a fairy tale of marriage, and then the realism of it is very different than the fairy tale. Um, you know, and it turns into a nightmare because 
you know, they're thinking one thing and, and they get in it and it's something totally different. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, girlfriend, boyfriend, I don't care how long you girlfriend, boyfriend, it's not married. Nope. Nope. So do you, do you think that some people marry because they are, they're, they, they trying not to grow up? They're trying to avoid growing up. What I mean by that is they want to find somebody to take care of them like mama. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're talking about from the woman. Yeah, let's just say from the woman's point of view. Let's just put it on the men for now. Well, the women, too. Because a lot of times women say, well, you know, I'm going to find me a man that's going to take care of me. And we think it's normal. Hey, well, we're supposed to take care of a woman. Yeah, mm-hmm. but she may not be bringing anything to the table. <laughs> I had a young lady at our, our house uh, just a minute ago, just left, 20 years old, and I said, what are you bringing to the table? What are you looking for in a marriage? What are you bringing? And she said, I don't know. Nothing. I said, besides being cute, what are you bringing? And she yeah. couldn't say anything. You know, and I'm thinking, wow. I mean, you know, I don't know what she do. But yeah, well, when you're talking to young couples, maybe in their twenties, early twenties, what does anybody bring to the table? If you, you know, you're both graduating from college, um, you know, you, you're getting your first jobs. One may not even have his first job out of college, and I'm just bringing this up as metaphor. But what yeah, are you, you bringing? May not even be graduating from college. I mean, you got to start right. there. Right. That's true. You know, and but you got to have something in you that you're bringing. You got to have something that you're striving towards, something that that you want to achieve in your life. Well, maybe you know, and bringing some good bobble here. That's not look. That's got to be the norm. That can't even be a bonus nowadays. That's got to be the norm. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know I guess when you're young you just don't know. You know, and especially if you're not if one you know, if she's not pregnant, so it's not for a child reason. I guess they just don't know. And maybe I think that, you know well, let me ask this question. What she might not she might not have been prepared to just answer the question as well. Yeah, that might be it too. Might have caught her off guard. But what does a woman realistically have to bring into a marriage? When you say, "What do you bring into the table?" What does she really? I mean, do we? Have, yeah, I have. A, I have a few business. things. Uh, one ahead. of the main things to me is money. Mm. Ability to earn okay. income. Uh, good credit. If yeah, good credit. That's good credit and money. If you ain't got no money and you ain't got no good credit. There's no love. I won't allow love to happen. Well, hey, if she don't have good credit, she's going to ruin your credit. I'm not, oh. I'm not, I'm not dealing with that. I don't agree with that. You check out, you, the first thing you check out after you, you got to approach her because of the way she looks. Because she got to be, she can't be no. no, no I wouldn't even be checking, checking money and credit if she ain't look good. So then I don't when, believe if she could, Turn a background check. We got to do a background check. No, nah, come on, man. Well, if she doesn't know how to manage her money, when, when you marry her, she ain't going to know how to manage yours. 
Uh, I'm gonna ask the question. Though. If you got I mean, a, if not, you got a woman that don't want to disclose her personal finances to you until she get to know you better, and then y'all get to know each other better, and then she's like, well, you know, I had a bankruptcy two years ago, and I'm trying to get back from that, and I got I got kicked out of my apartment, but I'm but I'm 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 coming back on track, and my credit is shot, but I'm, well, I'm getting it back together. I lost my job, and I'm, I'm but I'm getting it back together. You know, you're not yeah. gonna say, well, I'm out of here, dude. After uh, you know, you should have that day one. Yeah, let me just go and tell you what happened. So I met this chick, right? She got mad at her boyfriend one day, T-boned a lawyer, and he sued her for like $200,000. She told Whoa. me this on, on our second date. Whoa. And she's going to pay this debt off. You said she boned a lawyer? T-boned, T-boned in a car accident. She got mad, floored it, ran through a four-way intersection, and T-boned a lawyer. He sued, sued her for 200001 and so she had to pay it. Oh my God! So she's wow. So what? 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 What's? What's? What's next? But what if she didn't tell you on the second date? <laughs> what if she told well, that, you I cook and got you your mind my, and been like, man, this is the best cook. You answer my question with another question. <laughs> Don't answer my because <laughs> Rodney does that. I can't stand that. So. I mean, where do we go? Where do we go at that point? I know she owed two hundred thousand dollars, and she no, made you, you said the this. second date. I'm, normally, women don't do that. They ain't gonna talk too much. Well, yeah, they, well, but, the women the, I dated did because I asked the question because I had no problem. I'm saying now, after that, after the after she drops the two hundred k bomb on me, what next? But you're not listening to what I'm saying. No, you said you said the second date. If she didn't by the second date, let's say she told you after no, a couple. No, let's not say. Let's not say. There's no scenarios. No scenarios. We have after to. That, we, I no. got to do the scenarios because you're just no. saying you're calling it black and white. You no, this is not black and white. This is fact. This really happened. Okay, this is that's not fine. black and white. This is not let's a say, scenario I'm painting. Hey, this is a real person with a real situation. I understand that. And, so that's and, why and by the second. It ain't no love attachments. It, you ain't you ain't tested out the cookies. You don't know what her body looks like. You don't know what her tongue tastes like. You don't know she can cook. You know none of that. You're going too far. You're going too far. I didn't say that. You said I the second. Say that. You said so second date. I said second date. You you now, had if you all the, the second date, then you probably need to put her on the back burner anyway. No, no. There was plenty of boning taking place. There was plenty of boning and connection taking place, all the usual stuff. So sure. what now? The second day, sure. by the second. So she was all, I ain't going to say she was a hoe because I don't know the lady, but <laughs> if she told you that was pretty soon. Second uh, day? Never mind there. Never mind. Let's move on. Never mind. How many me. guys would marry a girl with that kind of debt? That's so, like, well, no. Yeah. You no, 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 listen. Listen, if she was already giving it up, giving up the cookies before the second date, then that that class, she under another class anyway. And all it takes is a little bit to just knock me all over the edge. So two hundred thousand dollars deck, I would have been out of there too. Look, yeah. when you over thirty, when you over thirty and single, especially in your mid to late thirties, sex first date or second date, not uncommon. Sure, not really. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I mean uh, that's um, not. Not point. That's not where the conversation needs to go right here. But I'm asking you, what would you do if you found out this two hundred thousand dollars debt? If I hadn't hit it yet, 
if you know, I hadn't hit it yet and I ain't got no kind of attachments and, and all of that other stuff, oh. you know, it, it, it got to be con- on, Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Dude, you, you scratching out How all the conditions. Even, but, no, we, you guys are missing the most important part of this. Why is she even marriage status, even conversation on a second date? That's what I'm saying. She ain't even, she it's already aced off. You but sound no. like you just, just ain't that just oh. to get some more booty that, you know. Pee-haw, we were talking about what do you bring to the table. So let me tell you something. When you're courting someone, you're going to ask. She's going to ask you about your job and how much you make. It's going to come up eventually. With me, it just comes up sooner than later. Because I don't deal with broke women and women with bad credit. Uh, It didn't come up before bone in her, though. What about women with no credit? No, I had to get cookies first. Go ahead. What if they got no credit? <laughs> you see what I mean, I'm so saying? No, so no, so now I'm asking. So the cook is good, connection is good, conversation is good. Now we get to the. Now keep in mind, there's a lot of phone conversation in between that also. So keep in mind. So now she says, "Okay, I got to come clean with something, and I owe this two hundred thousand dollars." Wow. So you said, "I'm out. Don't call me no more." Uh, I'm not the type of dude who just want a bone. I'm actually looking for a wife. Understood. So, if so I, I want to second date, man, I ain't married anyway. Oh. I want to challenge y'all right now. I want to challenge most of you guys because you said yeah, she gotta have good credit. She gotta have yeah. a job. Yeah, and I'm I, and I'm gonna try to prove y'all. And how I'm gonna try to prove y'all wrong is that I know for a fact that most of you guys on the phone, if you weren't married. And let's just say you took a trip somewhere to another country <laughs> and you met a Beyonce from a hut. She lived in a hut, but she was as fine, I mean, fat as government. Yeah, okay, I know where you're going. I know exactly and where you're going. And I don't even like Beyonce. All, look, well, let's just pick whoever it is. Let's pick whoever it is. Who you like, Mary you know Bo? Just who Holly Berry? Let's just Holly Berry, but whoever it is, just go ahead, T.O. Keep going, keep going. Keep going. And, so he started doing and, name calling. And, and and look and look and she's like, all I want to do is come to the United States. That's all yep. I want to do is get, yep, is get out of this hut. Yep. And she happens to me all the time. A, a yeah. twenty. And all you got to do is get airfare and a visa or whatever it takes to get over here. Now, once you get over here, what you going to do with it? You ain't going to marry her. Look, let me tell you something, T-Hawk. T-Hawk, they that's plenty of Them Brazilian girls do it all the time. They go, man, listen, the man, time. they go over there to Puerto Rico, man. Good Lord. Look, man. Some girls yeah, not the nose up. It happens all the time to different that's types it. of dudes. I'm not that type of dude. Yeah, there's a lot of simps out there, for real. Yeah, there's a lot you know? of dudes. I give them the immigration paperwork and the passport. Look, man, they get They get the drink. And in the on them, and they be like, "I ain't coming home." Check this out. In the military, when we went to Rio, and it was a lot of women like that at Carnival, right? And it was a lot of fine women, and they were just all over you. In, in Nova Scotia, Halifax, in Canada, same there. In 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 in, um, in in Africa, I mean, people. What you see on TV, that ain't Africa, man. I'm talking about beautiful women in in Cape Town, South Africa. That's all mm. French and Africans mixed up together, all light skinned. Now, 
they are gorgeous over there, and they treat you like a king over there. But once you bring them back to the States and they start getting all the attention from all the other guys, right? that's a wrap, man. That's bold. I done seen too many times. They yeah they fine and all that other stuff and they treat you you they all about you over there because they you know they, they ain't nobody in their country. I mean they beauty comes a dime a dozen over there. One might be a little bit better than the other one, but they all the same. But when they come it's to the United people, huh? It's a game, man. Oh yeah, but when they when they come over to the United States after getting some soldier to get them over here, man, dude. I mean, I gotta, got, I gotta go back to I gotta, I gotta go back to Ike's question though about the two hundred thousand um, dollar situation, and let's just break okay. it down. Let's just break it down to you know that it's a lot of ladies in college and getting their edu- education. So, what if it's not two hundred thousand? And I got this question off of Twitter, my boy. I am a Mega Hill, but what if? You know, nice lady, and she didn't have an accident. She didn't floor it and T-bone the lawyer. But what if she's carrying $100,000 of educational debt? How, how would how would y'all feel about that? Would that disqualify? <laughs> Listen, everybody mm. has educational debt. No, they don't. I don't. Not everybody. Oh, man, somebody. I don't. You, I mean, not well. If you got a girl, let's say you married a lawyer, she just, you know, she just passed the ball or whatever, you got educational debt. If you married a doctor, you got educational debt. That's a good question. But the thing yeah, I is, is, for me, the thing is, is if you're going to carry, if you're going to fall in love with this woman and you're going you know, to nurse this woman, then you know what you're getting into. Your becomes her debt. And it is what okay, it is. Okay, okay, okay. So is and she you got to help her get out of debt. Is she fine and everything fits other than that debt? She could have $200,000 debt because she T-boned a lawyer, or she could have $200,000 debt because she passed the bar and she was, you know, paying for college to become a lawyer. Does it matter if there's a difference? Yeah, that's, matter. yeah. I want yeah. me to. Go ahead. All right, it's on you. It's on you, man. Okay, so the differences between the college student and this young lady, the T-bone, the lawyer, the college student has earning potential. Right. So with me, I wouldn't deal with her until she got a job. I would not marry her before she get a job because a lot of women are notorious for getting a job as soon as they get married, they get pregnant, and they quit their job. Quit the job, right? I would, I would, I would stay in touch with her, but I would make sure she gets ingrained to working and liking having her own money. Because I'm not, I don't do the whole 1950s. You stay home and take care of the kids while I go out and work. That doesn't work anymore. I'm sorry. Those are those days are long gone. I don't know where you all live, but the cost of living is too high. No, I, I beg, I beg to differ. Okay, I, the cost I, I don't of living. Is- High? Are you saying you can be one with only the husband working, the woman isn't? Is that what you're that's, saying? That's, my, that's how that's been my household for the last seven years until next Monday. My wife going back to work because an incident happened at one of our houses. But I mean, I'm living in the same state with you, Ike. We got three homes, each one of them over four hundred thousand worth over four hundred thousand piece, and I'm the only one working. 
and and you know, and my wife stayed home to take care of our grandson. But um, but because of an incident that happened at one of our homes, you know, she going back to work only for about a year or two, and then she can stop again. Yeah, but you get an income off the homes. So, I mean, it's like you're having two businesses there. But in a city like New York or San Francisco or L.A., trust me, that one person working, unless you just blessed, got an inheritance, or you just one lucky MFer, it ain't going to happen. That's interesting. <laughs> I, I don't agree, man. I mean, we ain't we ain't we ain't earning no income off the home. Those hoes are not paid off. They're not paid off. Hold on. Okay. And are you serious? Are you sitting up here about Tim? Now I know how much I make, and I know how much. <laughs> I make. Mm-hmm. Don't you get in that man's pocket. He told you. Hey, he I told you. Yeah, I'm, hey, I'm gonna put out the, the calculator. <laughs> hey, what? My money. I, Seriously. I am in Brandywine, Maryland. I know you ain't that far from me. I'm not far from you at all. So you telling me that my wife can come home right now and I can go ahead for how many houses you say again? I got three. I'm working on the on the fourth one. Three houses. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to even say nothing else. You got you got three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's called good investments. <laughs> Yeah, hey, I mean, I ain't, I ain't got no reason to lie to you. I mean, if we got time, I can tell you about it. But I can tell you now. But if you want to, I want to. Y'all want me to explain it? I can explain it. All right. So you're telling me if you lived in Georgetown, you could do the same thing? Man, I, I don't. I, I I got a home in Georgetown. I mean, not not Georgetown. I'm sorry. I got a home in Brandywine. I got a home in Waldorf, and I got a home in King George. The home in King George is worth four eighty nine. The home in Waldorf is worth three thirty. And the home what that I just bought and built right here is worth six hundred. And my wife did not work until she started work Monday. Mm-hmm. Like I said, one lucky dude. Most dudes ain't rolling like that, man. Most dudes ain't. Not, it's not. It, it ain't got nothing. I got one job, and what all of us make six figures in this area for the most part. But, yeah, but everybody how, can't be a pimp, my man. Everybody can't be a pimp. I'm only messing with you. I'm only messing with you. <laughs> no disrespect intended. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I got a home in Waldorf. I got a home in, uh, in the house in King George. Y'all got to remember one thing, and they got God leading them. Yeah, God, right. that, that's, that's the key right about there. God right told me that I needed to buy seven, and he's going to make a way. I'm making residual from my book, and I'm making residual from, you know, my uh, – and, and some of the properties are, are, were making money until an incident happened, you know. And, and then, you know, and I'm managing money, and my stocks are doing well, and I day trade. And, you know, but all of my bills are covered just through my job, you know. Don't get divorced. Don't get divorced. That's all I got to nah, tell you. I, I, I wouldn't have mm. did this. I don't think God gave me to this mission if, if divorce was on the table. Mm. Trust me. Cause divorce you get the divorce, on the table. Yeah, God will be like, yo, you on your own, son. And that'll be it. <laughs> well, he told me to buy seven, so I'm just, hey, you do me, you tell me what to go, and I'll follow you, you know? And and, and, I, and I think a lot of us are getting away from that. You know, we, we yep. kind of make our own patterns and our own paths, and then we end sure. up in a lot of crap and then try to figure out how to foreclose, short sale, and all of the above, or try to, well, how do I get out of this and take the easy way out? But, it, you know, God's way is never easy. You're going to go through some bumps and bruises, but you just keep on you just keep on looking at him. 
And and that's yeah, what I've been doing. I don't take no credit. Trust me, I don't take no yeah, credit. Yeah. Okay, um, and that's good words, man, and keep it up. Keep it up, because that's, that's, that's solid. You, that's but, solid you my hero. Right there. Yeah, keep that up. <laughs> you my hero. <laughs> you my hero. Yeah. Yeah. I'll show you how to um, do it. I will show you how to do it. Yeah. So, so those that came on late, the topic is, uh, um, am I married or did I marry a situation? And I got a monkey wrench tonight. The monkey wrench is brought to you by the first annual Household Stress Marriage Communication Challenge, October 19th at the nation's capital, uh, National Harbor. Um, what right. the monkey wrench is, is... Did your wife marry you because you were the better situation? Uh oh. Mm. Mm. Is you sure enough wasn't the better man? Mm. I mean anybody could take that one. I I don't know who wants to go first, but you know. But you were the better Well, of whatever option she had. Well, I mean that's true. I mean, all I would like to think I'm sure I'm sure hmm? she didn't pick the third the third best. You know, if you take everything okay. into consideration, she would have to pick the best of, of her options. Okay. So the option could have been because there was a better financial situation. There was a better security situation. That's true. I mean, you know, when you're out there dating, you know, broke folk, all of a sudden, you know, you meet somebody that ain't that way, you're going to look different. I don't. I, I don't. Think, I I I don't think that uh, you know. And I keep I keep hating to be on the opposite side of the page, fellas. But I, I don't <laughs> that that women go for that, especially after after my man Neckbone called out the the Ray Rays and the Pookies. I mm. think that after a woman has been treated so badly mm. for so long, I don't think now now the money doesn't help. Because I'm telling you, I didn't have anything that I have when I first met my wife. Matter of fact, she was paying my child support for me. Mm. Uh, and I was living with somebody else in their basement. So when I met her, it wasn't like, oh, this brother ain't got no money. <laughs> Whatever, man. You, you, yeah, you got your own issues. You know, she, she didn't look at me like that. You know, and I'm not saying I, I'm a good catch or nothing because at that time, I don't feel like I wasn't because I was like, man, I can't even... I can't even roll two nickels together. But but women are more sentimental, and they want love if they have lacked that for so long. Right. If 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 a man can come to the table with a little something, and they can got their little something, and they'll be like, let's just put our two little somethings together so we can have a little something else, a little, a bit, a little a bit more situation. of a little. If they've been treated, you know, in dog and dog and not been treated right, then that you are the better situation. Yeah, but but y'all was talking about security and money and finances, and I don't think it's it, it, it's not it don't have anything to do with that when it comes to them picking a person. They just want somebody well, who didn't treat them as bad as the previous person did. About women, well, right? Well, I think I think that's age specific as well, because when we go back to when Andrew was talking about the twenty year older, yeah, she'll be like, yeah, well, I got two nickels and you got two nickels. Let's both rub them both together and we can make this work. But when you're talking about somebody that's established, that's mm-hmm. independent, happen on her own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know you're gonna need you're gonna need a little bit more than two nickels. Mm-hmm. Tyrone ain't gonna need a lot. 
Tyrone, you need a long-term and a short-term plan for me. We got to sit down. They got they taking notes at the dinner table. Y'all well, that's what I'm saying. You know, my my wife was in a situation where she was well off. You know, she was. I mean, like I said, she paid my child support for me, and I'm like, dang. You know, I mean, a lot of women, especially in this area, they making eighty, ninety yeah. plus. You know, so right. they well off on their own anyway. So all they need is a is a is a is a person that's going to treat them well, that's sitting in a certain position. Yeah, you know, like, like you know. I just want you to treat me right. I mean, you don't you don't have to have much right now. As long as I know you're working towards something, you, you long, as long as I know you ain't no bum and, and live with your mama and a garbage man, or, or not saying that any of those um, titles or, 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 or uh, uh, job jobs are, are bad or anything. But if you got if you're working towards something and you got some potential, like I said, I believe that women look more at the potential of the man, vice where he is currently. Potential. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. Because that's what it sounded like your situation was. She knew that at some point you were going to be capable of providing for her. Right, right. Or if I wasn't, then she would continue to do what she do, and eventually we'll be we'll meet up there somewhere. Gotcha. But I don't think it was security off the top, because if it was security off the top, she would have turned away. I done had some girls turn me down, too, because it's like, oh, you, you going through a divorce? Peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've you know, had that. I had something like that, too. Mm-hmm. I got you. Well, you know, but, but, um, Tony said it depends on what stage of the life, in life, you know. You know, if you're 40 or 50 years old and you don't have your stuff together yet, chances are you ain't going to get it together. Now, I'm not saying, you know, mm-hmm. you haven't gone through tough times, you're not going through divorce or, you know, uh, a legal suit or something like that. But, I mean, a guy that doesn't have you know, potential, you know, or, or has has moved on his potential by the time he's 40 or 50, he ain't going to move on his potential. Right. It, it, it's one thing to say, hey, I'm 21 years old and I got potential. When you're 40 or 50 and, and you're still running on potential and nothing that you've accomplished, that's a different ball game. Mm. So you, you mm. get to be that point in your life and you haven't, you, you don't have a track record. You you know, you, you live with mama and you ain't done this and you haven't done that and you... Uh, you know, if if you don't look at those kind of things, something's wrong with you. Yeah. yeah. You know, on both sides. I mean, if a woman gets to that point in her life and she hasn't, I'm not saying she got to have, you know, money, but, I mean, she has got to have done something in her life to show that she's got a desire to succeed in life. Yeah, let me just add you know? a little bit. It would be different if you're 20 years old and you, you, you're running on dreams. You're still running on dreams yeah. at 45, man, and you haven't done anything with that. Chances are yeah. you're still you're not going to. Yeah. 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 And let me just add a little bit to the host's original question a few moments ago. Um, sure. But if I ask your lovely wife, on any level, would she say that she married a situation? Mm. Don't be textbook around here, especially if they answering in front of us. It's going to be textbook. <laughs> oh, I married him because I loved him. That's what they're going to say. <laughs> I mean, my wife, she would probably... You know, what, you know why my women, wife loved me? Women don't want, a, women my don't wife want me. in front of uh, each other. So it's hard to get a woman to be honest, especially when another woman get a textbook answer. They all get a textbook answer. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're going to be... Booking it all night. Hey, Rodney. Mm-hmm. You know why Glenn married me? Why? When I met Glenn, I was going through a divorce. 
And I was doing everything I could to try to make my marriage work and bring my wife back. And my wife still wanted to leave. And my and Glenn saw my commitment to try to make my marriage work and said, man, that's the kind of husband I'd want to have. It had nothing to do with finances. It had nothing to do with accomplishments. She she just saw my my striving to try to to try to make things you know to to do things right and to try to fight for a marriage. And she said, "Wow." So I she had. A man that. So she had no historical data about your past, about your 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 finances. She had no idea about your your history, your work history at all. No, as a matter of fact, we you know we used to go to church, and you know, she didn't know anything about about my business or you know what I did or anything like that. You know, Andrew, um, Andrew, Andrew, Andrew. Yeah, yeah. I know you, the brother on this phone. I can't wait to meet you, but I know by you being on the phone and the way you speak to us, at some point in time before, you had to have told this woman what you do and how you make your ends. Well, but I mean that wasn't the you know it wasn't like the application fee. I mean you know. Yeah, but we don't know. know. But you don't know. You don't know. I mean, I mean, okay. I I I'd like to think that it was all sentimental and you know all those yeah. things. But I'm I'm she she's been around the block long enough to know. Okay, he may be gung ho and he may be loyal to his ex wife. He's trying to he's going to be a good loyal husband. But there's a little bit more that I need than that. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. You know, the the funniest, the funny thing when 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 I started to, to to date my wife, she was so adamant on doing things herself. She was a single mom and and this and that, and I mean, she we would go out and she'd try to pick up, you know, her end of the check. And yeah. I mean that wasn't gonna happen, you know. She and I mean that was, but that was so ingrained in her, you know. From she got a I guess from the guy she was dating or something. <laughs> yeah, he said she got hey, his man, sister. Hey man, she played you. She played you, and that, that's one of the oldest trick in the books, man. I want to act like and, and like I want to pay this check just to see what he gonna do. Now if yeah, he's like a man, he ain't gonna my check. Right, Rodney, I got played, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's okay though. I mean, you know, she got game. She got game. You are the woman with game. Yeah, and she and she forty fifth. She forty years old plus when y'all met. Uh, she was thirty nine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Believe that they learned that game when they twenty. And Andrew too said that she have a sister. Yeah, she got plenty of them. If she's willing to pay her own way. I'm with it, man. I'm telling you. I'm tired. I'm tired. First, let me tell you, man. I'm tired of spending on dates and and all that mess like that. You know, man. Oh dates is expensive man. in these times, Nick. Who you telling, man? Come on, mm. you know. And then, uh, you know, it's just so funny because I'm in in the in. I don't mean to derail the conversation, but in the era that I'm in, I get women that ain't never been taken out anywhere. They've been with Pookie and Ray Ray. He never even took them to Applebee's. And now they meet me. Oh yeah, I want to go to Ruth Chris. What? Seriously? You know, Ruth Chris. You know, I'm like, hey, what oh, you yeah, thought of Ruth Chris? Yeah, I'm in New Orleans. Hey, girlfriends. Yeah, yeah, y'all got a bad down there, man. I mean, y'all got some cheap food down there, but then Ruth Chris in y'all area—that's 
That that that's way above top dollar right there. I'll go to so they, they start out at Ruth Chris? No, no. What I'm saying is, you know, like, and this is this is the funny part about being in, in my particular age range. You get women that burn in 20 years or so on Pookie and Ray Ray, ain't never been anywhere and never really done anything. So now they're, start, they're trying to recapture that youth on my dollar. So it's like, <laughs> now, now they want to, you know, naked, bungee jumping and all that. And I'm like, really? Seriously? You was with Pookie 20 years? He never took you nowhere. Now all of a sudden you want to go to Jamaica on me? Oh, you want to go on a cruise on me? Yo, why didn't you ask that dude you was with 20 years? Oh, he wasn't going to take me nowhere. You think I am? Hell no. <laughs> tell him, Big Bone. Tell him. Tell him. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I had a move. Sorry. Had a move. Pookie and Ray Ray. Yeah. <laughs> mm, so, so, so Rodney, I got a question. So does that mean that, that do we guys that, that want to take care and, and, and treat a woman right, are we just suckers? No. 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 You gotta be selective, man. You gotta be very selective in that, you know? Yeah. Because I spoil my woman. Yeah, no, I I don't I don't spoil my woman. I, I you know the reason why because you know I don't want her. Wait, 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 time out, time out, time out. You know you say your wife <laughs> didn't have to work for how many years? That's, that's not spoiling her. Spoiling on some level, yes, that's, that's not spoiling. Is spoiling to me? I love spoiling, man. Exactly. I believe that, that was I, I truly believe that that was biblical. That's biblical because God it's provided. It's biblical or not? That's still spoiling her. It's, it's no, that's not spoiling. Spoiling. old in the Bible. <laughs> Hey, remember what work. I? Hey, remember what I said? She go back to work Monday, so that was that's not spoiling. Spoil that means temporary. <laughs> and it's temporary. Work is temporary. She's spoiled. That's that's not spoiled, bro. Because spoiled to me is you get everything you want. Now, just because you just because she ain't working outside of the house, that don't mean she ain't working inside of the house. Because I really believe that working inside of the house is a whole lot. I mean, I know a lot of women would agree with this too. That that that's at the house. It's it's really hectic in a household with kids and grandkids, and you got to take care to maintain all the bills and all the people and all the children and all the you know all the needs for everybody and schools and soccer practice and you know all that. I, I guarantee that's a hard job, dude. It is. Yeah, but okay. Darren, no, Darren, I don't think that. Darren, Yo. the average household. When I say the average household does all that with dual incomes, and they both have jobs, and they do all those things that you just said, but everybody right. gets up and goes to work. Yeah, but I'm not hold a higher value on that than than anybody else. I just see what she does, especially with a special needs child in the house too. I just see what she does, and I'm like, well, you know, you 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 making it happen, and she's she's willing to work. But I just say I just put it uh, put it on the table. If you don't want to, you don't have to. And 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 one of the main reasons I did that because she helped me get she helped me double my salary. And and that's what a woman is supposed to do. She's supposed to make you twice as better than what you are. I mean, she's supposed to help you develop more than where you are right now, so you can take care of the whole family. And then once she did that, man, I'm like, you don't never have. You did this for me, and you showed me how to do this. I mean, you're the cause of me getting two master's degrees and telling me which ones to get and having to come up with a strategic plan on all these charts and pies. And 
and I didn't understand none of it, and you did, and I just said, look, let me just go back to school to make you shut up, and then it just, you had me to get a master's in the MBA and another master's in, in computer science, and you just brought it all together and showed me the front door and the back door and the window and blocked all exits? Man, I can't, I can't, you, you can't make a woman that develop a man work like that. I mean, that has to be applauded, which it was. Sure, you know, sure. you got got me here to get to elevate this family by nagging me to death, as I once called it. But man, after I did it, and she and she 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 had my back the whole way, I couldn't do nothing but break down and cry and say, "You never have to work again if you choose not to." And that day, she quit her job. But mm-hmm. situations arise, and she said, "Hey, I'm I'm always gonna be in your corner." So she going back to work. But that's how a woman's supposed to have her man back. Now, if she don't have her man back, then you know, forget her. You know, what I mean, I mean, I'm not. Saying, I mean, it's, it's women that try to have it, and they don't have a, a plan like that for their man because they do busy doing all these other things. But if she got a, she got your back like that, man, you can't do nothing but retire. Good words. That's rare, boy. That's really rare. Yes. But how many times? Yeah. How many times of us? Uh, how many of us? Actually, listen to our wives and don't take it as as nagging and just do what she tell us to do. And then whatever she told us to do came out to be the betterment for everybody. And y'all all benefit from it. How many yeah, of us actually? You know, you know, but you, 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 the assumption is that she has some sort of wisdom that you can't see. And generally, when I was married, I got the nagging, but she was nagging for me to push forward so that she could kick back. So, because I mean, there was a point when I was doing well in my job. Now I was, I got again, I got married later than most. So I was already set in my career. I was already had my career path already mapped out and was following it. It was going to happen whether she was there or not. But it did help to have somebody at home to encourage me on the days that you know I was down. But at the end of the day, once things started clicking in place, she was like, "Hey, honey, I'm quitting my job and I'm going to take about six, eight months off to think about things." I'm like. Think about what? What do you need to think about this takes six or eight months? You know, I mean, you know, you know like, seriously? Cause, you know, it takes me, you know, a couple of hours, you know, for a complex decision. What do you need six or eight months for? Oh, well, I'm working too hard. Working too hard? You got a minimum wage job. You know, you're on the low end of the total pole in the office. You stamp papers. How is that working too hard? You know, <laughs> so, so I mean, it was ulterior motive in my case. And now having seen that, I don't know if I can trust somebody like that again. Dude, it's going to happen. If if she if she got your corner, I mean, I just did it to appease her so she can just shut up. That's why I really did it. I let me just can you just leave me alone about certain things? And she said no because I see your potential, and by you sitting back here chilling on this video game, it's not pushing us forward. Well, I already did this and I already did, and I was going back and forth being argumentative, but then I just said, look, man, better to be outside the house going to school than being here nagging about all this other stuff. Because she was telling me about. Um, every time Obama came out with something, and I was like, man, do you want to sleep with the dude or something? Because you're always talking about his plan. But she told me about this Obama plan that, that said if you're an ex-military person, you can go back to school and get um, yeah. get full money or something like that, mm-hmm. get, 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 get COLA, uh, a full pay or something. And I was like, Shh, whatever. 
So I said, I'm going, I'll go back to school, but you do it. And she did all the paperwork, man. I was getting two and three checks. I was like, whoa, okay. And it was just like a job. And I was going to school for part-time. And she said, you better hurry up and take advantage of this because as soon as too many people take advantage of it, they're going to pull it back. As soon as all this war stuff over, they're going to pull it out. And, man, right when I graduated, they pulled everything out. They, well, they, they didn't pull it all the way out. They said, okay, now you have to. They made it harder for you to get that right. much money. Because she had the end game mm-hmm. in mind, see. And that's a oh, woman man, that yeah. has that vision. Yeah, and see, you know, yeah. and, that, and that is rare. That's what I'm saying. That is rare. Women that have the end game in mind, and it's the end game where y'all are together. Most times the end game is just them. And then it's like, well, I'm going to use him like a booster rocket to push me up in orbit. And then, you know, once once a fuel runs out in his rocket, I'm cutting him loose because he's dead weight at that point, and I can roll on. And that's Do you I'm really feel like that if you got a Christian woman? Do you really feel like that, that she would do that to you like that? I mean, do you do you really feel like – I know women can be devious because the world say the, – the, the, the Bible say the world can't stand on the three things, and the scorn woman is one of them. It's on the same level as the president of the United States because it says a slave that used to be – a king that used to be a slave is another one. So President Obama, his people used to be a slave, and they can't stand under him. But And they put the, a scorn woman on the same level as that. But what if she's not scorned? That means that she got the same potential as the president of the United States. She can have the same potential if she's in, if she's where she's supposed to be in, in God and in the Word and, and dedicated family member and dedicated wife. Man, she has the same potential. Right. Absolutely. So cheap, I agree with you. And don't cheapen it by saying, you know, one got me so I can't trust nobody. I mean, you, you got to really try her spirit by yours. Well, but what I'm saying is I didn't say I didn't trust. I, I just never look any, at anybody the same way again. I don't know if I can ever have that level of trust. But then again, I'm older, and so the stakes yeah. are much higher for me. You know, at 52, I can't make another bad decision. I can't. I can't afford yeah. it, you know, because time yeah. is not on my side. So when you're in your 20s and 30s, you can recover from a bad decision. But in your 50s, you can't. One more bad decision takes me out of the game completely, wipes my piece off the board. So I can't afford to make another bad one. So how are you looking for your woman, though? If you're looking in the club and looking at Marty. Yo, dude, I don't go to the club. I look like a pedophile. You seriously? I got a head full of gray hair. I go with the club. Like, Yo, you here to pick up your daughter or something? You know, come on, dude. No, no. You know, after, after probably 40, be in the bookstore. Yeah, yeah, after 40, you don't library. go to the club anymore. You know, and Mardi Gras, I've been to too many in my day. Now, I'm originally from New York, all right? And so, you know, I yeah. know where to go and what to do. You know, I'll go to wine tastings. You know, I'll go different places. Actually, I'll travel a lot, you know, so yeah. you'd be surprised who you meet, and you know, when you travel. Like, I cruise and all that stuff, you know, by myself. I have no problem with it. But, you know, at the end of the day, though, again, I have to be very careful. I can't afford to make another mistake. Well, my piece is removed from the playing field because I'm too old to recover from a mistake now. So what do you do with so, this? So, oh, go ahead. So, so let me ask a question, and yeah. I'm going to direct this to you, Nick Mo. Um, yeah. When you get to a certain point in your life, and you said 50, 45, yeah. 50, whatever, and you don't have a a significant other, right? and the opportunity of marriage arises, can fear be a factor of why you push on and take advantage of that opportunity? That's what I was going to ask, yep. 
Well, absolutely. There's always a certain degree of fear because, again, you don't want to make a bad decision. But what happens is, you know, your life kind of really changes in really strange and, and, and wonderful ways. Like now, you know, um, I take care of, of a friend of mine's daughter who I used to date, and her daughter kind of just, you know, adopted me. She's like, hey, you may not be my daddy, but you're the one I want to be my daddy. So she's like a kid to me, man. So you find yourself yeah. living and helping others as opposed to seeking, you know, relationships. Now, if a relationship happens along the way, that's cool. You know, if you meet quality people and you all get together, that's cool. But you find you, yourself, in, and I'm not a religious person, but you find yourself as an instrument of God doing God's works, you know, to other people around you. And so, you know, what, sure. what you miss, I guess, within a relationship, you spread to other people, friends, you know, even people you don't even know. So your life gets fulfilled in different ways. Yeah, but what I meant by fear, not yeah. the fear of making the wrong decision, the fear of not ever getting married again, the fear of being alone, the fear of not having a wife. So now the opportunity comes up, and you, because we were talking about marrying a situation, so the situation right. could be fear of not having someone, a fear of this opportunity not, not coming back around again. Oh, no, well, it's there. Okay. Yeah, you, okay. you're going to have, you know, again, you know, not having kids and not having a lot of encumbrances that way, you know, there's tons of opportunities that come your way. You know, people are knocking okay. on your door with opportunities all the time because, you okay. know, there's a whole lot of women out there looking for men and, and, and very few men really looking for women. So do you do you do you turn away from, do you shy away from a relationship because you got – you 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 got uh, minimal pieces, or do you embrace them? Because you know you in jeopardy of being alone for the rest of your life. If you're okay with that, then that's cool. But it's just like you know your the fear of somebody knocking that last piece off the board is so much at stake that it might encourage you or it might disencourage it. Marriage. Um, well, if the right person comes along, I do it in a heartbeat. Believe me, you know. But there's a set of a, a set of qualifications that I, I have to be assured of, just like anybody. You know, it's no longer just you know you meet and you know like TV. You know, y'all running across each other in a field of daisies and you kiss and then you live happily ever after. Nah, that ain't happening here. You know, there's a whole lot of things that you have to check on because you know the other person's future is in jeopardy too. And so, you know, you both have to kind of like, it's like, I guess, two people with a gun behind their back. You both have to unload your gun and put it down. The trick is who's going to do it first. And so, you know, that that becomes a, a lot of what happens. And also, too, you know, a lot of relationships pop up and tend, you know, people from your past, man, let me tell you, you know, when y'all hit like 45, women from your past are going to be hunting you down. All the women that you, yeah. that you, you know, that you, that you were nice to, that you treated well, Man, they're going to be hunting you. Oh, my goodness. They're going to be knocking on your door, finding your number, you know, you know, seeking you out on Facebook, all of that stuff, man. You know, I mean, the good mm. you put out in the world does come back to you. And so people come out of your past sometimes into your present, and then, you know, you can get a second look at them too. So you just never know. Yeah, but you don't want that second look. That sometimes. look is gone, man. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you meet people and it's just not the right time. And, and you know, you yeah, yeah. realize it's just not the right time. You know, there's nothing bad or anything. It's just timing wasn't right. Well, you know, 10, 15 years later, maybe that timing is right. So I've had some good relationships out of my past, you know, but unfortunately they weren't the one, you know. 
Right. Yeah, I mean, and, and amen to that, man, because, I mean, even me, man, I've been with some women that, you know, had I been ready, I'd have probably married them. But I wasn't, mm-hmm. my, my mind was all messed up. Not, right. I mean, they, they were they, they were marriage material from the, from the jump. I just wasn't ready. You know what I mean? And, again, if I wasn't married now, then, you know, okay, well, if the, if, if if you get that chance again, you may revisit it. Because, you know, right. you know you're, you're older, you're more wiser now, maybe you're ready to settle down. The weird stuff happens, man. I mean, I got a call from an ex-girlfriend from 25 years ago. Ain't seen her in 25 years. And her son had been shot in New Orleans. And, uh, you know, she calls me up, you know, like, hey, what's up? I just wanted to let you know my son. I knew him as a baby. I hadn't seen this kid in 25 years. And I'm like, why were you calling me? Well, I thought you want to know. Well, you know, as it turned out, she just wanted to see me, and that turned itself into an excuse. But, I, you know, I declined. I was like, thank you, but no thank you. I appreciate, you know, you letting me know. So weird stuff kind of tends to happen, man. I mean, people seek you out. And, uh, and when they <laughs> drop in your life, man. it's funny. Yeah, yeah, it I is. Thought, yeah. I, thought, I thought she was going to say that your son got shot. No, nah, no, nah, I don't have any kids. You know, but her son got shot, and I knew him. And so, you know, she's like, you know, tracing me down, I guess, you know, to see where I was in life. And uh, she was like, oh, yeah, you go visit him in the hospital. I said, yeah, I'll make sure I do that, you know. But, you know, I'll wait till you go, you know, because. Uh, <laughs> well, so, so, Net Ball, check this. Yeah. Net Ball. Yeah. Uh, not, not not you mean you were the daddy? Yeah, yeah, okay, go ahead. Yeah, oh, that's, what I, that's what I was saying, B. Are you sure you wasn't his daddy? We might need to pull <laughs> oh, out no, more no, no. on no, here. Look, I'm a sniper, you know man. I count all my bullets. Trust me on this <laughs> time. I live <laughs> I lived across the street from a gas station that was open 24 hours and condoms was a dollar. So I'd be like, yo, I'll be right back. <laughs>
Yeah, I, I can't live like that. I got too many things going on. I need somebody that doesn't need me to be in their face 24-7, and she's just not the one. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Let me ask a question. Um, is anybody still married to a situation? <laughs> okay. Everybody married. I mean, if you married into the situation, I think. Still married to your situation. I mean, when you say your situation, it's like you saying, did you marry to uh, to get into something that you was in on on the on the, on the begin in the beginning, and you're still married, and it's still like that? Or are you talking about something different? Yeah, I, I mean, mean this situation, and you know, ten years ago, it ain't the same situation now. No, it's not. It's not. It, it shouldn't be. Shouldn't be. Yeah, because you so, should be in so, that. And if it is, then it's something that you did wrong. You're supposed to nip that okay. one for a long time. Okay, so you're saying that a situation can't last 10 years in a marriage? Yeah, but then well, I mean, it's supposed to be better. My situation lasted eight years where I was about to walk out, but, you know, we went to counsel and we got it straight. You know what I'm saying? But it took me to say, all right, let's go to counseling to get it straight. Let me let me answer the host question. I think y'all missed it. Yeah. Um, the answer to the question is yes. Yes. I'm still married to my situation. situation. Because, bottom line, fellas, no matter what, if you're married, you're going to go through some situations along the way. Don't believe me? Just wait until next week, next month, <laughs> next year, or tomorrow. So... On some level, and, and and you know I'm not you know I, and, and as Neckbone said you know I, I I I enjoy marriage I'm not saying that but you know to the host question you know don't miss this you know is that marriage in general is a bunch of situations you know well okay so the host question is not are you still married to a situation but the host question is are you married to the same situation that's yeah. what I intended. I didn't say same, same situation. Oh, yeah, he didn't say that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah cause so yeah. so yeah, that you right, Rodney. Yeah, you you that that's forever. You are gonna be forever married to a situation. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And it can and it'll change. You know, you may get over one and then it's something new. Yeah. yeah. Another situation. And I think it's designed like that to forever keep us on our toes, so we won't ever like get last a daisy and be like, okay, you know. I'm I'm going to be you know mediocre. I mean because if it gets mediocre and boring, now you're losing interest. So it, it's got to be something always to keep you on your toes in marriage. You think? So what you, you got to do? Yeah, I, I believe mean, you have to continue to develop in the marriage. And if everything is like, hey, hey, how you doing? Okay, all right, all right, all right. It gets so boring. <laughs> Dry. You know, it, it always have to be. I'm not. I'm not saying bad situations. I'm just saying a, right. a, a a situation or a scenario that now y'all going through it together. Here's another door. Okay, your daughter turned 18. Okay, your son just had sex. Okay, your 
thirteen year old just got pregnant. How are we gonna handle this situation? It's gonna always be some oh, okay, my son is gay. Okay, well it's always gonna be a situation where you're gonna always have to speak to your wife or your husband and y'all gonna have to go through it together and how you handle it under that pressure, that develops the relationship in the marriage. Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask. Like so what do you do when you come across these situations? I mean, what would you suggest people do when they get in these marital situations which are inevitable. Meaning like what? what, what when you say inevitable, what do you mean by a situation that's inevitable? Like something that's going that's bound to happen? No, I mean that that that's a situation is going to arise where you're going to need to do something. And so what do you suggest people do? Okay, here's the situation. Well, I mean, what, that's what I'm asking. What, what do you suggest people do when they get in those tough times? But and, and the bottom line is, since God designed marriage, he expects you to come to him to work it out. And I think that's Bingo. what the development point is, to try to obtain a marriage forever or until you Bingo. die, until death do you part. You You have to, you know, you have to do it your way. Then you have to try her way. Then you have to fight about it. Then you have to bicker and argue and fuss and gripe and and love and continue to move forward but just continue to move and each time you're going to move towards him because you're going to find out none of your stuff ain't working Bingo. and I think that's his perfect plan to get us to come, come towards him to be guided by him so we can you know, go ahead and pass it on to these kids so they can know what to do when they get married and stay together because the only way you're going to learn this stuff you know, is stay with your wife because if you don't, if you don't resolve your issues in this marriage, you're gonna carry those same issues in another one. Mm-hmm. Great words, brother. Hit it out of the park with that one. I agree with it somewhat. There's some issues <laughs> that that have that have nothing to do with you or her. Like in my case, yeah, you know, I think I mentioned before it was illness. So you know, having her having an illness. You know, a serious illness impacted our relationship. Now, I don't expect it to be the same in another marriage, but, you know, what bothers me more than anything else and puts fear in me is the aftermath of it all. Mm-hmm. You take out that big old $3 million life insurance policy, and you'll be set either way. She's got it already. She's got a policy on, on the alimony I'm paying her. If I die, she still gets her money. Wow. Can um can religion be the situation that made you get married? Mm. Yep. Mm. Yep. Can religion? We're gonna be... take it there. We're gonna take yeah, it there, y'all. We yeah, we about to take it there. Can religion be the situation that made you get married? To anybody? Let me ask Rodney. He points that towards you, Rodney. Because the beginning, and the Andy beginning, I asked you yeah. a question. I'll get back to Andrew in a minute. I'll get back to Andrew in a minute. Yeah. In the beginning, you you said that you didn't think you married a situation. You think you said you married strictly for love. Yes, that's correct. Right? Yep. So. And you are 100% sure that it was just for love? 
Now I'm not. So, okay. All right. All right. Well <laughs> and said. I told you well that said. when I said my answer earlier. I said you're probably well going to get me to say something different later, two hours yeah. later. But, I mean, to your point, to your question, absolutely religion has something to do with uh, with, 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 with me getting married. And, you know, again, I didn't, you know, it, it it wasn't no shacking up. It wasn't no kids. It was just a, a regular situation. But, you know, talking about tradition, talking about um, religion and all that good stuff, you know, the next step was to get married. And when I met my wife, you know, about a year or two in, we started saving for our wedding. Oh. So a year or two in, and we and we didn't get married. We dated and were engaged for four years before we got married. But about a year, somewhere between a year and, and two years, we started saving. And, and literally we had a wedding fund saving for the wedding because we knew that our parents were not going to pay for it. And we pretty much put the bill for it uh, right out of college. That's um, awesome, right? That's cool. So, you know, literally, you know, we, we graduated college in May, and two months later it was like we got married, and it was basically like a graduation party. You know, we had all got our it. friends, and it was, you know, it, it, it was just mad cool. But, you know, to your question, religion had a lot to do with it. So if you didn't have religion, would you have gotten married as soon as you did? Um, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, probably not, I guess, if I were to say. But, you know, I know I did want to, you know, back when I was, what, how old was I, 18, 19, 20, I don't know. But at that time, I did want to uh, shack up with her for about a year uh, before we got married. And, um, you know, uh-huh. she said absolutely She said absolutely not, you know. Gotcha. Um, and that was because of her uh, traditional religion. beliefs and religious beliefs. Yes, absolutely. And I respected that, and she was firm with it. It was no wavering. It was no, you know, ifs, ands, or buts about it. It, it was what it was. And I guess in, in some weird way, that's how I knew she was the one. Gotcha. So you submitted to her standing firm on not shacking up. Absolutely. So it, Absolutely. Okay, so, so that's that was what my plan. Huh? So my plan so is jack up for a year and then get married a year later. You know, save some more coin. Go ahead. Gotcha. So, <laughs> so the situation was her religion, not yours. Her religious faith, not yours. Um, I would say both, but more so hers. You know, she was more so. I mean, because in her faith at that whatever. at that point, you just wanted you wanted it all at that point. You was like, yeah. I want to take it for a test drive. I want to do all that. Right. I right, want to see right. if it's the right fit. I want all that. Yeah, but I, I mean, I, I really, I, I knew it was the right fit because, again, a year or two in, we started saving for the wedding. No, that ain't what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, that don't mean nothing. That don't mean that anyway. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> saving for the wedding don't mean nothing. But I'm just thing. saying that I think that we, you know, and, and we talked about earlier that, you know, for us, and some of y'all will miss this. It's really not about sex. It's about intimacy. Yeah, but Ronnie, did you have a joint account when you were saving for the wedding? Um, I think. Or because you so. were just broke down with your money. No, I think so. I think it was joint. Yeah, because I, I mean, so you were dating for a year and opened a joint account with your girlfriend. Yes, but y'all broke up too, okay. right? Yeah, for like wow. Couple, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't nothing major. So, 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 Rodney, 
you just said yes. something very interesting. Yes. And you got to remember yes, that did. you're on the phone. You're on the phone with some ex-players. Yes. <laughs> some of us still players. Right? You said yes. it's not yes. always about the sex. It's about the intimacy. Yes. Well, you know some of us are as only good as our options, right? Yeah. And your only option at that point was what? Get married. Get married. So you no, he didn't say that. My bad. I, so I'll let him say it. He should say it. <laughs> I'm just saying. I think. I think. I think intimacy, intimacy was the option that you had. No, I think that that's the safe choice, or, or or that's the textbook answer. Because if she wasn't giving something up, he had he had no choice. His hands was tied behind his back. Either you, either you, either you marry me, or you go dry. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because you ain't moving up in here. No, all right. <laughs> uh-uh. Uh-uh. So, so the ones who ain't really, I mean, I, and this is what I used to hear all the time, the ones who ain't getting the booty, they always try to slide that, oh, no, I really love her, so I'm there because I love her. It ain't because of the booty. I'm there because I love her. Because I I'm there love for the intimacy. Smell good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it sounds good. And I'm on you, Rodney. You did the right thing, dude. I wish I could have did all that stuff that you did, man, save for a wedding, because that's actually the smartest thing that I ever heard any young-minded cats. Young people don't think about that, especially college people. They don't think about that. They think about, you know, spending all their money, drinking all the beer, frats, and all that other stuff. But y'all actually did the right thing. But when you come up with a textbook answer on a, on a, on a, on a phone full of fellas, that 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 tell their wife when they playing golf that hey I got a golf date instead of asking her you can't come like that bro you got to come harder than that you can't say it's a, you can't say it's about intimacy you got to just come out and say look she wasn't giving me no booty and and she was <laughs> trying to say you know it was once a year and I got tired of that bull crap man yeah that's real talk no more, Darren I don't do that no more Darren I ask permission now. You, you what? Yeah, I huh? don't do that anymore, man. I ask permission when I go play golf. I don't, I don't just tell her. Yeah, right. <laughs> I did. Uh, uh, he did. He, I, I did. bet you he does. He found out. I do. Is that because you said so? No, that's because she said so. <laughs> yeah, I'm buying that. Wait a minute, wait, Tony, Tony, you ain't that? Wait, this ain't the same Tony that just said. Look, man, you don't, you don't tell your boys that. Don't fall, don't fall for the okie doke, you know, banana in the tailpipe. Don't go down that road. <laughs> I believe no, listen, 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 listen. What <laughs> I'm buying that ain't no way I'm buying. <laughs> wait, what I'm Tony, saying, you the one that you know, Y'all are hearing me wrong. Y'all are hearing me wrong. What I'm saying is, I don't just leave and go play. I let her know. That I'm going to play, so she ain't waiting around yeah, for me. Yeah, I go with that. But yeah, you said I asked yeah. permission. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Me. I, you them. I asked permission. Well, it may not yeah, be permission, but I'm 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 letting her be aware of my plans. When before oh, I she ever you couldn't playing. go when you said you want to go play. Yeah, now she don't never say no. She don't oh. never say no. I just don't want her waiting around for me. You know, or or she'll wake up on you know like Sunday, you know, after church, and she think we're going somewhere. And I don't already made plans to go play golf. You know, she was like, "Don't do that," because then I can go make plans to go do something. So I was like, "Okay, cool." So you don't really ask for permission; you just give her a heads up. 
Yeah, 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 it's heads up. It's just heads up. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. See, the way it works for me is I say, hey, do we have anything on the schedule for such and such? Yeah. You know, she yeah. says, no, it's oh, okay, cool, because I'm going to, you know, go play golf with the guys. Oh, all right. Yeah. I'm not going to say, yeah. you know, can I go? Yeah, I'm not going to say, can I go? I mean, you know, even if you, do you mind? <clears throat> do you mind? Uh, you yeah, know, your yeah. plans, you know, you know, whatever. But yeah, yeah. No, not permission. I'm sorry for saying that. It's a bad word. Oh, okay, okay. Now, now Rodney, 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 been quiet, man. He answered that question, man. <laughs> Rodney ain't gonna answer that question, man. I've been trying to get him to answer that question for five years now. He ain't gonna answer that question. Rodney. Hello. Hello. Yeah, hello. Rodney, can you hear us? I can. Yeah. You 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 don't you don't want to answer that question, bro? Wow, silence, man, that's crazy. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. The fact of the matter is that the way women are doing it now is all wrong. That's why marriage is a wreck. The way it happened with Rodney and them, however they did yeah. it, she held her ground. She said no. There's certain things that have to happen before we get married. There's certain things that have to happen. She held her ground, and now they have a great marriage. You see what I'm That's saying? Awesome. I have a sister. I have a sister that did the same thing. My sister, and again, I don't really know what the, again, we're not digging too much into Rodney's relationship prior, you know, with his wife prior to them being married. Cause we don't know what happened. It could have been anything, but she could have said, I'm just not moving in with you till we get married. They could have been active. We don't know that, and that's none of our business. But I had a sister that got married, and when she was dating the guy, she didn't kiss him. She didn't kiss him till the till the till the till the pastor said, "You may now kiss your bride." Wow. She didn't kiss him. That's the first time, and I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it till my other sister said, "That's the first time she kissed him." Wow. Wow. And you know what, and they man? Were dating, and, they were dating for years. And they still married. Yep. And it was and, and let me, so, It was because of her all, let me, that, yes. that right there is, that's, and I'm going to tell you, more, every time I read the word, that's the only way God tells us to do it. And no matter how macho we are right now or because of our past and our, and our disobedient to whatever, but that's the way it's supposed to be done because that's how a woman know that she got a great man because if she's willing to hold out, I even wrote that in my book. That was back in November. If she holds out, she already going to get him. If she holds yeah. out and if she if she puts out, she's taking the risk. But if she holds out, that's an automatic lifer right there. Because mm-hmm. all the Yes, all the dudes that ain't that that ain't that ain't gonna stick around, they're gonna roll out anyway. They're gonna move on to the next one. That's just gonna be easy, an easy target for them. But those hard targets, man, them the keepers right there. Cause that's what made Rodney just said it. That's what made me want to be with her when she told me we ain't doing that's this. That's right. That's right. That's what made him. That's what made his mind up. But that ain't just with him. That can turn a player into one of them dudes. That's right. That's right. I mean, I you, you know. Well, I mean, so she had her mind made it's up. a challenge. She was firm with it. And it's a challenge. 
So that'll make a player week right there, man. That will make a man fall in love with a woman if he never if he never tests or samples it. That makes a man fall in love with her. Yeah, I don't know about that. I promise you, dude. You 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 like a woman and let her be fine as I don't know what, and she won't give you nothing. She won't even give you a kiss. You either gonna stay around or you are gonna roll out. And if you want a true woman to be to, to be by your side, you are gonna stick with that one because now you curious, man. What makes this woman not want to give me none? And, nah, and if she don't, it's gonna make you stay around even more because you are gonna want her even more. That doesn't do it for me, man. I mean, uh, nah. Uh-uh. Okay, dude. You yeah, ain't never ran up you, one like that, though. I don't believe that's 52, rare right there today. At 52, I've run up on a, quite a few, man. I'm going to tell you right now, all right? And, and again, I may be totally different in that. You know, I've learned in life that women generally have, you know, you know one one primary weapon. And if you, if you it's like a fighter with one knockout blow. And it's like if you could survive a Mike Tyson knockout blow, you can beat Mike Tyson. But the trick is surviving that Mike Tyson knockout blow. And so, you know, I learned how to survive it real early. You can't come to me with that. Looks don't mean anything to me. I've dated them all, supermodels to plain you, you It doesn't make a difference. You, you yeah, yeah. My, 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 my point is if a woman is, is strictly uh, – uh, if, if she's strict to her beliefs and she don't compromise – no, you can't. Wait, wait a minute, girl. You ain't giving up no booty, but you sucking this. If she ain't compromising in no ways, that's gonna make you want her. I don't no. care if you're not religious. That's not gonna me. make. You, wait a minute. I'm. I'm just wait a minute. I'm a man that get any woman I want. I come from you know a, a town of players. I come from a family of players, and hit this woman, and and all none of my tricks is, is working, and 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 you know, and this is a woman that that's not falling for none of it. Man, let me stick around because I want this kind of woman. This is the kind of woman I've been looking for. Or I wonder why she ain't like all the other women. That curiosity is just going to make you stay around just to – because you want – because them kind of women got conversation. They got money. They smart. They got wisdom. And, and, and they hold true to their beliefs. And they ain't going to compromise it under no circumstances. Yeah, there's only one woman I met like that, and I talked to her today. It's so funny. And uh, she's older than me. And – uh and she just turned 70, and she dumped me because I was too young. So, you know, she's the only one. You know, beyond that, nah. But, but, but if, she said, if she said, I would like to date you, would you continue to date her? Damn skipping. But, but, you know, it has nothing to do with her holding out sex. She's an amazing woman, period. And like I said, oh. she's the only one in a really, really, really long time to catch my attention like that. But I but wasn't that's, old that's, woman I'm talking about. That's the kind of woman I'm talking about. I mean, maybe she ain't had all the characteristics that I mentioned, but it's something about her that makes her so sophisticated that you ain't got no choice but to be after her. Right. But it definitely had nothing to do with the sex. Nothing at all. I mean, you know, in my case, sex is just, it's a common card to play. You know, you got nothing else in your deck, then we got nothing else to talk about. No, I don't think so. Because if she don't if she don't give you that and and you you more attracted to why she's not giving it to you than when she is. No, I'm not. Look, let me let me just share something really quick. You know, um, um, one of the first businesses I had was a friend and I owned a swing club in New York for years. I've seen everything you could imagine under the sun, and people paid us for it. So you know, in fact, it bought my house. You know, when I got married, 
which is which is hilarious because you know my ex is like, where did this money come from? Oh, I had a side business. I never really got into it with him. So when you're young and you do that kind of thing and you understand what it is for what it is, then after a while nobody can can fool you with the same trick. You got to have more cards in your deck. So you know I was lucky and and cursed in that in that I was able to live out a lot of fantasies a lot of dudes never have. So. Now that that is out of my system, what else you got? You can't fool me with that trick anymore. Hey, what That's was the name trick? Of? Huh? It was called Taboo. Taboo, okay. Manhattan? Mm-hmm. No, it's in Queens. All right. Queens, okay. Yeah, I think they got a Taboo in Baltimore or something, don't they? Yeah, we did, it, we did this in the early 90s, man, way back in the day, and we made a ton of money on it. And it was, man... It was obscene how much money. Yeah, put it this way: when when you cater, and this is why I'm 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 like I am now, and this is why I, I kind of ended up moving into a more spiritual realm. When you cater to people's decadence, there is no limit to what you can make. This is why pimps make so much money. This is why drug dealers make so much money. When you cater to decadence, there are no upper limits. You know, and on, on, the upper limits are you. You know, you have to you know decide how much you want to make. But it's hollow money, man. I mean, you're not you're not creating and putting anything good in the world. You know, all you're doing is catering the decadence. And when you're young, I mean, you don't really think about it. But when you're older, you realize, man, I'm not creating a product. You know, I'm not I'm not fulfilling anybody's life other than giving them orgasms. I'm not enriching my neighborhood. You know, so what does it mean? So it doesn't bother me now. But it allows you to have experiences that really, you know, kind of teach you that there are there are more things in life than booty. Because it's common. It's common. I saw so much now. Man, I'm telling you, it doesn't even move me anymore. But I'm yeah. talking about when the, when the booty is not even a part of the equation and the lady right. is hold, holding true to that. And it's right. not a trick at all. It's just right. an attraction of a woman that, that you rarely have seen that holds true to her values and, and not and not going to compromise for anything, for anybody. Right. right. That's the attractive. That's, that's the attractive. Uh, that that caused the the attraction to come from a man to that kind of woman. That pulls that pulls a man's attention. Right, and, and that is exactly right. Can y'all hear me now? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we hear you. Yeah, yeah finally, because I got me and both me and Ike got disconnected at the same time, so that's why oh. I wasn't. I was I was hearing y'all, but yeah, I, I, got, I just came back on myself. Yeah, I couldn't respond, so I had to. I, I actually used my app on my phone, which was kind of cool. One touch dialing, so yeah, get the app, get the household stress app in the, in the Google Play Store. But uh, I mean, Darren is exactly right. Um, you know that. You know what was what attracted me to her is that, you know, whatever it was, whether it was with the shacking up or whatever, you know, she was firm in her conviction, and I was not. You know, in, in anything, and like Tony said earlier, you know, I was you know damn for whatever. You know, I was. I mean, it just in a lot of ways, I, I, I liked initiative and, and a lot of things, and I didn't really have, you know, my head on straight like I do today. You know, I wasn't as mature as I am today. But so that, I mean, the fact that she was firm in her stance, I, I mean, I was like, that is really like a great thing because I'm not in so many other ways. I can go this way. I can, you know, do this, that. It really doesn't matter to me. I wasn't firm in anything in any of my convictions at that time. And I was in the church. I was raised in the church. Y'all talk about the church and all that good stuff. I heard y'all talking, but you know, I just wasn't uh you know, just just my faith was not where, you know, hers was at the time. You know, even at a 
young age. And um, but I mean that was attractive because no other chick I messed with, you know, was like that. She was totally yeah. different. And that's what I was like, yeah. man, okay, this this chick is for real, you know. And the fact mm-hmm. of the matter is, that she was like, you can you can take it or leave it, you know. She was like, you don't have to be with me. So it wasn't like she was holding a gun to my head or holding me hostage, like, you know, this is how it's going to be and you're going to stay. She said, you can walk, bro. You have the option. Mm-hmm. You know, right. Do your thing. So your wild oats, you know. But, it, you know, and, and that's the thing that attracted me to her is because that's what, you know, it. she was just firm in, in, in what she stood for. And I was just like, I, I could appreciate that. And it did draw me to her, as, Dar- as Darren said. Hey, okay, and, and amen, bro. So I've been to enjoy the last seven minutes of my birthday. I'm going to have to go, y'all, and me and my wife are going to talk. <laughs> Good and man. I see right, you next week. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll let you next week. Take care, man. Happy birthday. Get that birthday joint in. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, man. Thank you all, fellas. All right. <laughs> all, right. Yeah. all right, man. But I'll say this, too, just to, um, to add on to that, is that you look at um, – you know, just tying back to the topic, you look at our situation. So, T-Hawk, you have a great situation at home. Your marriage is yeah. a great In P-Town, your, your marriage is a great situation. And I say that, that my marriage is a great situation. You know, that's the bottom line. I mean, that, that that's, that's really where it is because, you know, yeah, we've been many uh, uh, twists and turns evening and through our individual marriages um, respectively, but at the same time, all of us have a great situation. Um, you know, and we tell people about it that it's it's so positive, and you know, I think that's why. Um, you know, even even with, with neckbone, you know, the, the guys are like, "When are you gonna do it again, man?" It's uh, you know, it, it, it's a beautiful thing, you know, and I think that even neckbone himself, you know, appreciated the fact of um of marriage, you know, just not yes. just person, you know. So right, but. You know, I'll just say that, you know, marriage is a, is a great situation, just tying back to what, you know, what your topic is this evening, Mr. Host. It's beautiful, man. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. No, I was going to say it's beautiful, man. I mean, I love wearing my ring and all that. But you got to be married to the right person. You got to be married to somebody that is supportive and creates a fertile ground for things to grow rather than a poison ground where things will be destroyed. So, that, I mean, that's really the kicker right there. Yeah, good words. Good words. You got to yeah, put in the know, work before you get married. Yes. Because if you don't, well, and, you're going to be you, for it later. Now, now, expand on that just a little bit, Andrew, because I know, you know, um, you got a lot of experience in that area. When you say before you get married, because a lot of people don't know what that means. And just like well, you, you know, said, a lot of times people was, get their, their nose wide open because you know they fall in love and and one of you know one of the one of the biggest challenges um, to to relationships is people cross barriers they shouldn't cross and um, when you start crossing those sexual barriers you don't see things the same and you know they get twisted and and don't see things you know for what they are and, and sex is like a drug. And uh, it kind of covers things up and, and gives you this glow for a while, and you know, then by the time that starts to wear off, they start having sex again, and it's 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 really a sad thing. Um, one of the biggest challenges is people don't know what's important, and they they don't look at the important things in a person, uh, 
for long-term success in a marriage. I mean, it really doesn't matter how fine she is. I mean, that that, that has no bearing on whether you're going to have a good marriage. Right. You know, um, it, it it really doesn't matter how much money she has. That's not a bearing on a, on a healthy marriage, you know. Um, but, you know, the core values is what really matters. Where is her heart? Uh, one thing that, 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 that that's real important, I always tell people this, um, if you're dating somebody, you know, first of all, dating is not mating. There's a difference. And the second thing is, Look at somebody and, 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 you know, if you're dating somebody, how do they treat people that have hurt them or they have perceived to have hurt them? Um, if they treat them with forgiveness um, or if they treat them with payback or if they treat them by cutting them off, because one day you're going to be on that list of people that yeah. hurt them. Yeah. And, you know, these are real important things to look at. You know, and and when you date somebody, what you're really looking for, and the purpose of dating is to actually find somebody to spend the rest of your life with, and you want to see them in circumstances, in many different circumstances, and observe how they are in those different circumstances. If all you do is get excited because, you know, you can have sex with her or she's fine or this or that, you're going to have a world of hurt if you don't observe and watch. And another important thing is, you know, find a circle of people that you trust that can look at this person without the googly eyes that you have. Because when you do that, you, you don't see clear. And it, it, it takes a couple of years to get you past that. And then you look around and you go, oh, my goodness, this ain't, you know, this ain't my princess. This is a nightmare. <laughs> hmm That's right. Good words. Anybody else? And I think it's it's kind of like glue, you know. You never know how strong it is until it's stressed. You know, you can read the package and it'll tell you to hold a ton, but it doesn't tell you, you know, the conditions under which that ton is held. So, you know, marriage is like glue, man. You know, but it, it should be like a rubber band, though, where things bounce off it and it stretches to accommodate, you know, different different sizes and shapes problems as opposed to breaking at first stress. Wow. Good words, good words. Um, I want to shut it down and go on open mic. Go we haven't had open mic in a minute. No. We haven't had open mic in a in in a little while now. And uh, let me see if I can fix this thing. I can't even get to it. But anyway, for those who don't know, open mic is the part of the conversation where we don't have a topic any longer. We talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. Whatever you guys bring to the table, that's what we talk about. Um, So that's where we're at. We're in open mic. Anybody got anything? Other than the Redskins gonna be beat on Monday night in the start of football season. <laughs> I'm not going there. I just wanna know, um Neckbone, welcome again, yeah. brother. I just wanna know how did you find us? I'm always oh. interested to know how that process went about. How did you find us? Um, um normally like on Tuesdays uh uh I, I usually join my man Larry Love, but occasionally he's not on. And so, you know, I usually block out the time for him since, you know, I call his show 
on a regular. And, you know, I was like, man, you know, I'm I'm here. Thank you. 